Hello and welcome to episode 199 of the Filmmakers Podcast! This is normally a podcast where we talk filmmaking about indie films and everything in between, but today, because it's Christmas and it's New Year and it's in the holiday season time and it's the 199th episode, I thought, what better? Then to get some of our amazing co-hosts that have been on this year to chat with you and have a quiz and do lots of fun things, talking about filmmaking, talking about what happened in 2020, what can happen to you in 2021, how we can all move forward together. And I thought we'd do that for you lot. So, shall I introduce them to you? Shall we do that, boys and girls? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's behind you. Thank you. Yeah, just nodding. You're all nodding quietly, which is great for a podcast. <laughs> We are recording this on Zoom. Obviously, I haven't introduced you all yet, so obviously you didn't want to speak. I understand that. So, obviously, our first uh, co-host has been co-hosting with us all year. It is the fantastic Robbie McKenna. He's producer of films and TV and the editor and producer of the Filmmakers Podcast for the last year. Robbie McCain, everyone! Thank you, thank you. How are you, buddy? All right? Uh, I'm not too bad, Charles. Yeah, enjoying the festive... Uh, remote cheer that we've, 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 we've all had to deal with this Christmas, but you I'm, know, nonetheless. I'm hoping the remote cheer gets louder and louder with each guest. You see what I did there? Uh, our second guest, and these are in no particular order, by the way. He's an actor. He's a Born Free ambassador who has starred in Disney's The Lodge and Retribution, and recently shot a nice cameo in The Stranger in Our Bed for Me. He's a producer and director of Food for Thought. It is Dan Richardson. Dan. All right. How's it going? Pretty good. It's uh, been a while since you've been on the podcast as well. I think it was, I, I think this is my first of 2020, so I left it late. But wow. Really? Cramming them in before yeah. the end of the year. First, it's, yeah. it's the yeah. first one I've listened to as well. <laughs> Brilliant. That's awesome. So this will be your favourite of the year. That's Great. my favourite, yeah. Well done. Thank you. Yeah. We've missed you. Um, missed you. And also joining us is producer of feature films Robin Hood the Rebellion, Repeat, When the Screaming Starts, Arthur and Merlin, Knights of Camelot, Behind the Line, and many more, and recently finished principal photography on Confession starring Cole Meany and Stephen Moyer. It is, of course, Lucinda Rhodes Takra. Yeah! Hi, how you doing? I'm all right, love. How you doing? Do you know what? Thank you for asking. I'm really glad you asked. Um, in December, I felt good. It was nice. Felt all cheery and happy. And now I feel great. Thank you for asking. I thought you were going to go month by month. <laughs> I know. I was good. Yeah, I, I thought can't. about it. I thought it's probably not as funny as I imagined in my mind. Also joining us uh, is a cinematographer who has also just completed principal photography on Confession. It's a surprise that because it's the same movie as we <laughs> just made. He's known for Plebs, Borderline, The Dare, World of Darkness and Arthur and Merlin, Knights of Camelot. It is, of course, the fantastic Andrew Roger. That's me. Yeah. I'm you all right, buddy? I'm good, buddy. Yeah, man. Just chilling out after the film. Me and Lucinda. Good. She yeah. looks rested, as am I. Was it a good shoot? Did you enjoy it, the pair of you? <laughs> yes, we enjoyed all of it, didn't we, Lucinda? I no. didn't. I didn't enjoy working with Andy. No, I mean, I mean, he didn't ask you that, though. It's, to be no fair, that wasn't the question. No. <laughs> he's always so angry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not always angry. Um, when did yeah. you wrap filming? Three weeks. Three weeks. Oh, so you're well rested. You've wow. had your, you know, yeah. Oh yeah. Your quiet time. 
Yeah, yeah, you bet, you bet. Uh, also joining us is actor and producer and film financier of films and TV such as Bulletproof, Happy Valley, Band of Brothers, Kickoff, Killing Time, which also co-wrote The Marker, Westwood, A Northern Soul, A Deal with the Universe, Halston, Legacy, Twist, and Arthur and Merlin, Knights of Camelot. It is Ian Sharp, everyone! Woo! 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 You all right, buddy? Yeah, I'm very well, mate. How are you? I, thank you for asking. I'm so no, glad you're asking. It's a common response. Right? <laughs> it's a common response. Yeah. You decided to uh, wear all grey, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, very Christmas. Festive. A 2020 yeah. festive grey t-shirt. And there's not oh, yeah. even any Christmas decorations behind you. No, no, I'm in my office, unfortunately, which is very... There's a treadmill desk, if you want to see that. There you go. <laughs> this is the first time in 16 years that I've actually spent Christmas in London. Like We always go away, me and my wife, so... Uh, this is the first time we bought a Christmas tree. It's downstairs. I've got two kids now, so we have to buy decorations and stuff. But yeah, first time oh, ever. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Yeah, Did yeah, you? Because re- decorations are expensive, I've found. Yeah. <laughs> the good ones are yeah. really expensive, yeah, yeah. right? They last I mean, as well, though. They can get a few years out of it. If you store them correctly, that's yeah. the key. So, yeah. Thank you, Rapping. Christian. Um, we have an introduction all going in. Decoration yeah. chat. <laughs> Does anybody else's dogs go for the balls on the trees? <laughs> yeah. No, I go for the balls on the trees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, Riley's very good. She doesn't. She doesn't go for the balls on the trees. She doesn't. Lucinda, you're Riders putting yours. your balls uh, and your tinsel too low. That's the trick. Yeah. So, with uh, yeah. if you've got dogs, go high. Yeah. Hot tip. And professional generally, yeah. generally don't put balls too low, isn't it? Brown dogs. Yeah, yeah but yeah. that's an age I, thing, Giles. You don't get control over it necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> Being the oldest here, Dan Richardson, that might be the case. Um, and also joining us today is a writer and producer, but mainly a director of the Butterfly... Ooh! A mania director of The Butterfly Tattoo, Being Sold, which is shot in two days at the last showing starring Emily Barrington, Four Warriors, and his brilliant fan film Star Wars Origins, which has just gone over the one million views on YouTube. He runs a film company and he makes many, many adverts. It is, of course, the fantastic Phil Hawkins! What's going on, Phil? I'm fine, by the way, Giles. This preemptive question. I'm fine. You're fine. We're all fine. Great. Okay? It's all good. It is really good. No. <laughs> you are wearing one of the best uh, Christmas jumpers here because myself, Tom, and Robbie are all wearing the same one. Uh, you've got a Star Wars. Uh, I have, yeah, I have. Uh, thanks to a producer of a commercial that I did recently that just sent it to me in the post and said, you have to have this, and then realised her husband was very jealous that didn't get the uh, jumper because they thought it was for him. Right. So, uh, but yeah, depending on what series of Mandalorian you're on, it has a different name. So I won't do any spoilers, but um, wow. yeah, it's, it's commonly known as Baby Yoda, which is completely the wrong name for it, but we won't, go, won't get into that. No, because uh, not all of us have Disney but, Plus. Um, uh, and also joining us, uh, we've still got two more to go, everyone, um, is producer and director who is a director and producer. I wrote that twice, that's hilarious. Who completed his goal of three feature films before the age of 30, with Winter Ridge being his last one, which had its own UK theatrical release. He followed up as a producer on the comedy I Love My Mum, uh, When the Screaming Starts, and soundtrack to 16. It is, of course, the amazing Dom Lemoire. Oh, oh. I think we should get Robbie to add on, like a, uh, like it's a studio. Can, can, can you put? I think you should yeah. put on can applause. Oh, only for Robbie's. I'll just add booze on for yeah, everyone boo, else. Though. Not him yeah. again. <laughs> oh, uh. Absolutely. How are you, Dom? You're the only one with a Christmas tree behind you. Yeah, it's not mine, but uh, it's a very nice tree. It's not yours. Have, you haven't, haven't, haven't got the uh, 
haven't got the baby Yoda on it like uh, like seems to be the, the yeah. trend. It's my uh, it's my mum's tree. You nicked it from your mum, you mean bastard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you look great. You do look great, and you look very well. In fact, you've been swimming in the sea a lot, haven't you? Uh, in the dead of winter, yeah. for no reason. Yeah, it's been sort of it's been sort of something I've taken up since uh, since lockdown. But it's been it's given us sort of something fun to do in in winter uh, when it's when it's cold. It's just uh, it's been quite exciting. Yeah, it has. And you, do you know what? You look great on the pictures as well. By the way, I have to say your body looks buff. Thank you. Do you wetsuit look- or no wetsuit? <sighs> no wetsuit. Crikey. No yeah. wetsuit. No problems. Oh. There he is, everyone. Uh, should people do what you do? <laughs> should people jump in cold uh, lakes? Y- y- yeah, well, not 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 sort of cold turkey, but it, it uh, it's actually very good for your health. It's very good for de-stressing, which is uh, very important if you're in the film industry. Yeah. Uh, so you should should look into it. Sw- cold showers trunks? are great as well. Swimming trunks or no swimming trunks? Sw- swimming trunks, yeah. Oh, good. Swimming so trunks not... and and the Christmas hat. Mm. Good. So you're not letting your balls hang out uh, for a dog to attack. <laughs> Not, not all of them, though. <laughs> good, good to know. Uh, and also joining us is a director of many TV adverts, but also award-winning shorts such as Goblin and Nightfeed. Plus, he's the director of the feature films Freak Out, Stalled and Fanged Up. It is Christian James! Again, Christian, you've worn all grey for the occasion. Uh, yes. And you, look, and you look like you're in the cupboard under the stairs. Welcome. Uh, this, this is my temporary office I, I have yeah I've, I've uh, spent lockdown building another one but it's not ready yet so I'm still in this uh, tiny room does Hodge oh, yeah. put you in there when uh, when she's had enough <laughs> and are you sat on the loo or is it to the side <laughs> or what kind of thing and I'm Giles Alderson if you don't know I'm a writer director producer I won't bore you with my credits because most of them were said in other people's credits so yay welcome <laughs> to the <laughs> How have you been, Giles? Have you got oh, I've that? been well. Thank you for asking. Good, I good. really appreciate so, you asking. What have you been yeah. doing, Giles? What have you been? Uh, uh, you've been making things. What have I've you been, been making things. I've just, you know, you know what it's like. Um, you do know what it's like because you've just come off a movie as well. Yeah, I've just finished The Stranger in Our Bed, so I've, I finished a, a week ago, um, and it's been, yeah, it's been really nice to relax over this Christmas period. I've really enjoyed it. So I'd recommend making a film just before Christmas because then you can go. Well, I've got nothing else to do. No one else is answering calls at the moment, so just do nothing sleep and watch movies so it's been great I've really enjoyed it this is the first time ever that obviously we've all been on a podcast together but this is the first time also ever in 199 episodes that the first four hosts which is myself Dan Christian James and Andrew Roger have all been on a podcast together isn't that yeah, really? Out of wow. 199 episodes, this is the wow. first time wow. the four of us have been on a podcast. What a together. treat for everyone else listening. What a treat. <laughs> That's some sweet filmmakers pod trivia. <laughs> yeah, I my first trivia question gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, isn't that amazing? And I think in, in some small way, uh, the COVID thing with the lockdown and being on Zoom has allowed us to buy mics that work in your laptops, but also for us to go on Zoom together and do it this way, which I think is nice which is fun so there we are uh, so yes as you all know we are going to do a quiz later on our lovely listeners we are going to ask about the industry the state of the industry and what's been going on and what's been happening so obviously you've got uh, a lot of the UK indie filmmakers movers and shakers out there at the moment on this uh, podcast so thank you so much for joining us and listening on this episode I know it's Christmas I know it's New Year so the hardcore fans are listening we love you thank you so much for supporting and do tell your mates that's what it's all about that's how we grow Uh, and do go on iTunes if you haven't already and give us an ace five star review it means the world 
So before we actually start, um, we have our 200th episode next week. Our 200th guest uh, is the fantastic director, writer and producer of some amazing movies. The actor who starred in Alpha We Design Pet and Doctor Who. He wrote and starred in Kiddlehood and he wrote, directed, produced and starred and wrote in Adulthood. Uh, then he won the BAFTA Rising Star Award and in 2007 he set up Unstoppable with Jason Mazza uh, who made Adulthood uh, the not fourth. 321 Stories 24 The Hooligan Factory We Are Monster Legacy Scottish Muscle Brotherhood 10 by 10 The Fight Twist and he stars with Ashley Walters in Sky One's Bulletproof it is the fantastic Noel Clark who's going to be our 200th guest everyone that is super exciting I'm over the moon by that so do join us next Tuesday January the 5th for that myself and Ian Sharp sit down with Noel Clark and we have a brilliant chat he goes in deep it's going to be a long one but it's going longer to be this. amazing what's that? <laughs> longer than this one <laughs> probably probably longer than this I don't know who knows we could just go on forever can't we with it so this week obviously we're talking about 2020 as a year how we can continue making films in and hopefully out of Covid our favourite episodes of the year our favourite films setting goals on what to achieve in 21 uh, we're going to have a stupid fun quiz and the top 5 of the Filmmakers Podcast episodes of the year so we're all going to ask a question each so obviously we can't answer our own questions so we're going to go through in order that's how it's going to work we have two questions prepared each hopefully we've done that um, one serious and one silly both film related um, we're going to ask them in turn everyone will answer our questions vice versa and we'll keep the score and there is a prize for the winner Oh. Do we get to leave the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and never be on it again. Yes, if you want, Phil, that can happen. E- exem- exemption status. Do you I'm want to know? Do you, do you want to know what the prize? Do you want to know what the prize is? Yeah, we need to read yeah. our motivation. It is a copy of Robin Hood on DVD. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a copy of Arthur and Merlin on DVD. Yeah. No, it's a copy of Andrew's last record on DVD. Yeah. No, it's not. It's a filmmaker's podcast mug. No, it's oh. not. The actual prize is a copy of Alex Ferrari's Rise of the Film Entrepreneur, uh, which is all about just recent sales. So one of you could actually win this. So actually, actually a proper prize. Uh, this book is amazing, by the way. What's wrong with Robin Hood and Arthur? What do you mean, not proper prizes? They're proper prizes, but you don't want no. it, do you? So let's start with the quiz, yeah? To get yeah. this bloody podcast going. The first ever The Filmmaker's Podcast quiz. So quiz round one is going to be Robbie McCain. Hit us with your question, sir. I've got All right, so I went for christmas related questions in home alone oh i know this uh, what <laughs> is the self-styled <laughs> nickname of harry and marv's burglary duo got it yes oh so are we doing this in the chat we're writing no no, no, uh, just no write just... It on. what chat oh, right. what chat i'm not even in the chat hang on hang on so which which film home alone okay Jaws. What? In Home Alone. As opposed to the other one. No, no, because that could be a, one. Yeah, okay, there we go. Because it could be a Home trick Alone question. Oh, no, it's, it's the first film. Oh. What is the self-styled like nickname it. of Harry and Marv's burglary duo? Can we, can we open up an, a, a bonus question on that one, though? What could the bonus question what, be? What was the name in the second film? Oh. Someone knows the answer. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we uh, could open that up if Dom is excluded from uh, oh, right, the points okay. for that one. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. Okay. Yeah, because I've already got answer. complicated. Wrong it question. Has. Yeah. Already got <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, okay, one okay, question. Okay. Oh, one okay. question at a time. Okay. Uh, so, okay. Robbie, your second question, please. All right. In everyone's favourite Christmas film, The Muppet Christmas Carol. Well, <laughs> it's in there. Kermit as Bob Cratchit. Gonzo as Charles Dickens and Rizzo the Rat enter a Christmas Eve skating competition organised by what group of animals? Okay. There's I'm looking for the species of animal. Are they real or are they puppets? Right now? She loves they it. are puppets. Um, they are, so it's not really animals, it's puppets. Okay. Yeah, what the species puppet. of puppet? <laughs> yeah. Does anyone know the answer to this? <laughs> is this can how I just quiz ask works? something? Please, because I'm I... dying to. No, because, like, sorry, is this... So these are two questions, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But, so it's yeah. one point, two, so two points we get if we get it right. You really want these books, don't you? Your own copy point. of <laughs> Robin Hood on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll sign it if you want. Nobody answered me. It's a food favourite meal. Favorite meal, favorite film. Lucinda, I think it's you know a point for each. Thank you very much. Yeah. I, I'm guessing, but that seems to be yeah. logical, doesn't it? A point. Yeah, it's a point for each because there's, there's yeah. nine of us, so yeah, it'll work out where you might get 18 points at the end of this. It's very <laughs> unlikely. No, you can't because really you can't answer your no, own you question. Can't. All right, all right, 17. Let's go with that. So, so I suppose be, uh, if you have a bonus question, <coughs> you're round. You disadvantage yourself, don't you? So you're better off just sticking to two questions. Yeah. yeah. You are. yeah. Yeah. So no bonuses. Yeah. Okay. okay so my bonus question. The next person doing uh, this, uh, and obviously we're going to talk filmmaking in between everyone. We just thought this might be fun. I don't know if it is, but it might be. Uh, Dan Richardson, gave your two questions, please. All right. Ready. Number one. Quick question. Sorry. Is this questions three and four, or is this now Dan? Yeah. Question one and two. <laughs> no, we're we'll doing chronologically. Three and four. Okay. Good. Okay. I'm not even doing numbers. He needs to leave that I want to be me. Dan one and two. Is this a quiz question, so Christian? Was that it's just three and four. I have to find different questions in that. Oh case. yeah, it's true. Okay, go off, go for it. All right. So, in what year was the film Born Free released? Oh yes. Ooh. I can give you a little little hint if you like. Yeah. 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 It's uh, it's a it was a big year in England. Three hundred and sixty-five days long. No, it's big year. Oh, it's a not a leap year. That helps. Right. Uh, 2020. Uh, <coughs> Big year in England. Big year in England. Uh, hey, 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 don't ask me to uh, elaborate on that. What, uh, that. Uh, Dan, why don't you tell people, if they don't, don't know, what Born Free, the film, is about? Sing the Born song, Free, Dan. the film. Sing, sing the about, song. It's about the, the, um, it's the true story of George and Joy Adamson and Elsa the lion, a, a, a lion cub that they adopted, re-released into the wild, and then she um, had cubs with a male wild lion, brought them back to visit... Um, Joy and George, played by Virginia McKenna and Bill Travers, who are the two of the three founders of the Born Free Foundation. Amazing. Well, yeah. There you go. If you've not seen it, it's glorious. <coughs> it is amazing. Do go watch film. it. Um, Sequel's good too. Living Free. There you go. And uh, Free Willy as well. That's yeah. <laughs> That's a different kind of film. <laughs> different kind. Andy, you just had your cat. That was gorgeous. Your new Did cat. I? Just popped up and said hello. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's. Uh, cat Giles. What are you on about? See, because he knew we were talking. The cat's been dead for five years. Um, that's um, that's John. That's John Luke Picard. The um, the cat. It's called John Luke Picard. Uh, mm -hmm. Named after anything? No. 
Not after, not after the Picard brothers. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Those nice. stars from Hollyoaks. Absolutely love them. Good lads. Uh, so, Dan, your fourth question, or your second question, fourth, but number my four. Fourth question. Okay, and this is a serious one, and so it's difficult, and it's multiple choice. Mm. Moon, starring Pig. Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Was filmed where? Here are your options. Oh. The moon. <laughs> Expensive. Yes. Jupiter's moon, Europa. <clears throat> yeah. Endor. <laughs> Shepperton Studios. <laughs> Endor. Endor. That's your four options. Good luck. Good luck to you all. Uh, um, <laughs> I think we all. There was only really one thing. Tricky question, maybe. How much eggnog is he had? <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that's a trick question, is it? That was great, though. Thank you for giving us one point. Appreciate that. Um, so, look, we're going to now the stop the quiz for a little bit and ask some questions about um, what's happening in 2020 for us and what moved forward as filmmakers. So let's talk about 2020. I was lucky enough to make a film in 2020. Lucinda, Andrew, you were as well. Let's talk about everyone else's 2020 and how, how COVID affected and how people can move forward. Uh, who wants to start? Anyone want to jump in? Uh, well, I'm tired. <laughs> Anyone else tired? <laughs> yeah. 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 Tired. I think 2020's made us all tired, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, Phil, you've, you've been, you, yourself and Christian have been making loads of adverts. You made some Christmas adverts as well throughout this whole year. You kind of, you were the first person I know after COVID happened to be making anything, I think. It was it was very lucky, but then obviously there was a point of time where we're all kind of sat questioning our life choices and wondering um, what the hell we're going to do to earn a living and pay our mortgages and <laughs> feed our kids. Uh, yeah. And uh, which, but actually, it was quite leveling because for me, you know, I, I made this the crazy stars origins film came out in December. There's all this buzz about it. I like you know achieved the kind of childhood dream of sitting in Amblin and talking to those amazing people and going hey cool like I might be able to make a film here and then suddenly the industry locks down <laughs> and no one responds to anything uh, and it all disappears so so definitely a year of, of highs and lows for me but it was actually the first time for me I felt like I actually stopped because I don't know about everyone else in this podcast is that I'm rather competitive and I think you sort of have to be to survive in what we do. So you're always sort of like, oh, what's he doing? What's she doing? Oh, right, okay. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I love it. I'm very supportive. I always want great things to happen to great people. Um, but you're always like, oh, you know, the competition is rife. So it was nice actually just to stop and be like, yeah, everyone's doing nothing right now. So I can just... I can take my eye off the ball <laughs> for a minute and uh, just be at home and read a book. You yeah. Know? Mm. Uh, that, is that, that, is that just me? I don't know. No, no I think we all found that bit, yeah. 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 Um, I was talking to Ian Sharp earlier, funny enough, about um, uh, just taking Christmas off and chilling out, obviously watching a load of movies, eating, and just, just you know, regrouping your brain as well to go back to work, hopefully in 2021, for... Just for filmmaking, mm. but it's it's just been a stressful year in general because obviously we were we were all stressed about are we going to pay the mortgage? Are we going to look after crews on set? Are we actually going to make a film, make a movie? Mm. And mm. I think that stress mm. level, even though we relaxed and and <clears throat> took some time out to you know reflect, as you said, Phil, and just just 
stop because nobody else is working. It was still stressful underneath all that. Oh yeah, yeah, still stressful. Without thinking you're still, about it, yeah. Yeah, because you're still like, I mean, I just, maybe just head in the sand. I was like, well, there's nothing I can do about this, so no one's letting me shoot, so I'll just not think about it. And then you know, as soon as first lockdown happened, I was straight into shooting commercials, and everyone wanted to shoot you know hundreds of commercials more than they normally do and and now i'm exhausted having shot at one point for a few months i was shooting one a week which is just crazy um wow and uh and i i'm one of the, I I'm one of the lucky ones because obviously people out there listen to this who you know are, are struggling to carry on and keep working all that kind of stuff so I'm, i feel very blessed to have done that but that's only because i've been doing it for as long as i have and those contacts and stuff you know came through as it were but um but yeah weird 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 year weird mm. year definitely a weird year yes um, christian did you find the same with because you were making commercials as well did you find it opened up quite a lot suddenly there was a lot of people like phil said making commercials more than there were before yeah it's, uh, i second what phil says it's a really weird year and i definitely i get you with that whole uh definitely i've i've been working on throwing away my competitive edge uh, the last few years because I don't think it's particularly healthy for me at least so I've been trying mm. to sort of just uh, douse that fire because um, uh, yeah uh, it doesn't it doesn't work for me so um, and it was quite nice so weirdly when the pandemic kicked in there was that strange like ah you know I can really focus on exercising or finally you know the power of Christ compels those demons fully away so it's good yeah I got to work on that a bit <laughs> And uh, and I uh, we moved house uh, a year and a bit ago. Well, actually, when the pandemic started, we we recently sort of moved into our uh, new old house, and I was working on that a lot, which is great. So I like, and I'm a project based person, so my thinking was, I know, let's just smash stuff up around the house. If I break enough things. Uh, I've got a lot of projects to do to keep me busy and keep long as, mm. I, long as I'm occupied. So I just I rented a digger. I don't know how to drive a digger, but I just rented one. <laughs> I got a YouTube. I learned how to drive one, and I smashed up our garden, and then I smashed up the garage and our kitchen, and uh, yeah, and then just started rebuilding them slowly. Bit is that bit. why your missus has put you in the toilet now? Yeah, <laughs> and this is the only place I haven't smashed up. <laughs> yeah, I'm not allowed well. in the rest of the house. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and I got to basically not think about filmmaking at all for like I don't know however long that lockdown was I was like I'm going to park it there was a danger at some point where I kind of thought is everybody else working and I just forgot to jump back on the train so there's a slight mm -hmm. few panics every now and then and then slowly after a while a few jobs trickled in and they were generally sort of Covid based jobs um, so it was like you know uh a commercial for a you know DIY company to say it's okay we're still trading um, that kind of stuff and yeah and I did some stuff for did some cool sort of user generated a lot of user generated Phil it might be the same for you a lot of mm. UGC style content so stuff for some uh, pet brands and stuff which has had, actually led to other work in other sectors that I wouldn't have ordinarily worked in so there's been some opportunity as well but mm. it has been sporadic and it has been strange mm. um, but it's easier to work on oneself yeah, I think so. I think, um, and maybe because a lot of us here on this podcast are very go-getters, we are people who will go and find our own work. We're constantly trying to find new scripts or write scripts or find stuff or find out what's going on mm. in the indie filmmaking world. So therefore, all that sort of years of pain and hustle and heartache and joy, slowly I felt came into, oh, okay, well, who is around who does make films? cool let's go find those people and try and make something in that time and i do think that if you work hard enough it does come back to you and i, I think that 
sort of proved it for a lot of us during this COVID period. Uh, Dom, you managed to produce a couple of films during this time as well. What about yourself? Yeah, so I mean, I'd, I'd started the year very um, on, a, on a big high. I'd just gone to LA for three weeks. I was just doing a sort of helping manager cinema run um, for a film. And that kind of hit right as COVID was starting to become like this serious thing. And people were starting, you know, the country was shutting down ar around it. And um, yeah, it, it was it was nice because uh, I just I saw it as a pause button rather than sort of trying to find a new project for myself because um I'd sort of been pretty much ready to go on on moving some of my own uh, directing stuff ahead, yeah. um, and and I thought, do I want to just sort of try and develop something new and, and and rush into it, or is this a chance to like really spend time going through rewrites? So the the positive side on that side is that I've I've been able to really go into the structure and the story and the characters and uh, improve um, you know my, my next film. And in the meantime, there were some other films that I was able to jump on sort of producing side, which was really, really great. Um, one of them was shooting kind of in, in the COVID environment. So I kind of had to look into the, the regulations and all that side of things. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's just nice to, it's, it gave me a chance to take a break and think about stuff um, rather than the sort of the rat run of, I've got to be working uh, every single minute of every day on film. Um, so for me, it was just a pause button year, I think. Yeah, yeah. So That's I think a good way of describing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people have done that, or they've taken the opportunity to write something or something that was mm. burning or hadn't finished. Certainly mm. for the first few months, sort of March through to June, July, to go. Let's get a load of projects in a row. Well, I know I mm. did. Started writing scripts, making sure packs were done. Uh, Sharpie, I know you were the same. You were sort of in that position of right. Let's tidy up everything that had loose ends, and and also concentrate on the things you really wanted to do. Mm. Sort of put them in order. I know you had lists of mm. put the top ones, the ones you want to do the the most. Put them first. Yeah. No, it's. I mean, exactly. It's with everything that it's been so uncertain hasn't it with, with everything that's going on i just wanted to get some kind of structure in my life because um it was just i think becoming a bit overwhelming i think you know I, i'm responsible for multiple salaries and i needed to make sure that they were covered first and foremost um uh to make sure that my business was was still alive i could i could su survive this period um that that was really challenging for me um on a personal level, I think it's probably been the hardest year of my life, if, if I'm being honest. Uh, been incredible highs as well. I've had a child, so it's been it's been really mm. quite profound. But um, I'm excited because I think what what it's really done is it's made us go, look, do we really want to do this business? Do we if we can survive this? Then I think you know if we can come through this as a as a community as a collective, then I think we stand a really good chance of making the industry much much better. So. Um, for me, as a producer, it's been probably one of the busiest years I've ever had because we knew we weren't going to be on set this year as a as a producer. I knew I wasn't going to be on set, but you know, I was able to fast track all my projects to a point now where I can I'm packaging them all. So I'm I'm hopefully going to be quite spoiled next year to have a couple of things go. Um, so that's been a real interesting kind of time. Um, you know, just attaching. You know, talent. You know, getting writers. You know, of, of of value or whatever. You know, that move the the dial forward. They're available. You know, they're, they're available because you know, um, and directors or, or whatnot. So it's been, it's it's been very uncertain, but it's been very opportunistic as well. Yeah, I think, and like you say, we're all go getters. You've got to make the most of this situation, right? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
Yeah, I found interesting you mentioned there about agents. What I found is because a lot of them are now working from home, mm. normally, Lucinda, you know this as much as I, uh, you'd call them up. You'd literally go, hey, hey, we're making this film. Let's talk about it. Or your casting director would call them up. And what we found with Making the Stranger in Our Bed is they weren't answering the phone or they weren't answering emails or that it was really difficult to get hold of anyone. So it didn't matter that the actors were free and we could contact them directly and say, hey, do you want to do this project? And they'd say, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we'd say, we've tried to get hold of your agent. They're not getting back to us. There was a lot of that, which I found really strange. It was like, we're offering work here and money, paid work on a decent, really decent feature film. And people weren't getting back to us or they're really slow. Lucinda, did you find that was the case as well with this? Yeah, I found with a lot of the office numbers of uh, the bigger agents in particular, I was ringing thinking, oh, I'm going to be diverted to their mobile number or their home office mm. number. But it was literally, we are not working from the office. Mm. We are working remotely. Please email. Well, yeah. that's all good and well, but you're not emailing me back. Yeah. So then Absolutely. I had to go and find their mobile numbers. So then I called lots of different cast and directors that were buddies and just said, oh, you haven't got so-and-so's mobile number. And I literally just texted and went, I've sent you emails. I've called the office. Obviously, you're not working. We need to chat. Can you call me? And mm. then they eventually got back. Yeah, which but is great a, for it someone. It was just a more difficult route. A yeah, more difficult route, which, like Sorry. I say, is great for someone like yourself who's a very experienced producer mm. now making bigger films and bigger films all the time. But for those who are starting out, that must have been a nightmare to try and attach anyone to mm. anything uh, this year which must have been really difficult i mean you've got to take uh, into consideration you know people have been furloughed you know a mm. lot of my uh, la relationships they've all lost their well most uh, sadly have lost their jobs and these were big big agents or they've moved mm. ship or whatever so i'm almost starting again so yeah Same i mean yeah. what what yeah. lucinda's demonstrated there is okay there was there was an obstacle but she didn't let it stop her she went and found mm. another way in and that's a great example of why she is doing multiple films a year because she just kept going mm, and absolutely. all those people that you've you've all met all the like phil you're saying the ones that have those those opportunities that have disbanded they'll come back because <clears throat> those people have gone elsewhere stuff will when it moves again the people that have lost their jobs will be in other jobs and there'll be other opportunities as a result of that it's just being able to cling on in that time isn't it yeah, mm. definitely. And it's just sort of knowing where those people go to and just, just kind of saying, hi. I was saying, you know, I was talking to one person who about a project and then was furloughed and you wouldn't know, but then the kind of boss took it up because like, oh, I see you've been emailing what you've been talking about. So you're like, oh, okay, now I'm talking to that person. So yeah. uh, it's kind of works the other way as well in, in some strange ways. So I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty zen about it. I'm like, you know, things will come back, as you say, it'll happen. It's just at the time it's quite frustrating because you feel that you're building a momentum. You know, personally, I've been working on that thing for like three and a half years and finally mm. it's out. And I was like, great, this is what I've been building for. Mm. And, then it, and then it peters out. So it's hard not to be frustrated. But, mm. but now That's it's, you know, it's starting up again. It's cool, you know, so we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what, Phil? Yeah. 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 I found out that actually during the lockdown, I made um, more connections and I met more mm. collaborators. Yeah. Mm. Um, I was lucky to obviously connect with the uh, director from our last film, Confession, and um, that opened up several doors as well. So because we were sitting at home zenning and maybe not doing much, you'd, you'd send an email to somebody you wouldn't generally send an email to, mm. knowing that, yeah. oh, they're probably sitting around as well. And I found mm. more people picked up the phone to me during that time. 
That's interesting. Mm. Yeah, I also found that the, the, normally you go to meetings and you'd spend, you maybe try and get two meetings a day in town. Whereas now you could sit at home and you could get so much more work done, I found. Mm. You could arrange your meeting on Zoom if you needed to, and then you could spend the rest of the day writing that script or that proposal or speaking to whoever it was you needed to about mm. something else. So it did free up a lot of time. And I think it's a way forward as well. We don't, Lucinda, you very rarely go into meetings anyway because mm. your time is valuable. So suddenly I think that'll change a lot for us now yeah. um oh yeah i'm not traveling anymore yeah no it yeah. wastes so much time and money yeah, as well resource. i mean we, we 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 thankfully we gave up our office a few years ago because we just were never using it and that was just costing us yeah. so much and now i just don't think i'll ever need an office again until mm. i don't know we're in production or something but um it's such a waste uh, of resource and going I mean, I, I enjoy going to markets. I enjoy going to festivals, and that's that's really, really useful. And that's obviously where you can build some relationships. But I think what 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 we've seen is it's not the be all and end all now. You know, there is a way around it. I mean, to be honest, most of the meetings I get before I go to the, I've set them up before I even go to the market anyway. So for anyone who's listening, get, get on the phone. You know, get emailing. Mm, absolutely well we did AFM this year didn't we uh, Sharpie where we got Dan Mazer on for one of the yeah. episodes and we did a live from AFM it's the first time I'd been to an AFM but yet it was suddenly we were free to walk around speak to anyone and the, they did it in this really clever way where you could join any table and you could click on anyone so you could see what they'd done before you spoke to them mm. which is brilliant because normally when you go to these festivals or uh, whatever meetings you you kind of don't know who people are not really you have to really do your research whereas here you could just click on an icon it said they're a producer of this film or that film you look it up you go great now you've got an in yeah so it does change things it makes things slightly easier obviously they might not want to talk to you but um that's that's irrelevant but at least you know like, i mean how many years have we all spent going around Cannes or whatever knocking on doors trying to get into that reception and no one's giving you you know no one's taking your card or if they are they're throwing it away you know yeah. now you can just be direct straight to them and if they take the time great you've got that connection you know yeah no so i think a lot of things have changed this year which will change for the good yeah. obviously a lot of bad and it's put a lot of people out of work and it's been very difficult for a lot of people we are lucky there's no question about it but we also work hard and you know it, hopefully that's inspiring for people out there as you do work hard and you, you are nice about it work will come in um and andy for you you had mm. we had three films out well two films out this year right which and is, yep, just yep. shot another uh, how was that experience for you then to have two big movies come out yeah, I mean, um, great. I mean, obviously, the dare, the dare, the dare. It's called the dare, isn't it? What's that? <laughs> oh, it's a really cool psychological horror film. Thanks for asking, Phil. <laughs> where, where, where can we find it, Giles? Where can we find this dare? <laughs> you can't find it on DVD in my room. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you can find it anywhere, everyone. I might start yeah. introducing a little stinger for when Giles mentions the dare. Just, yeah. I did mention it. It wasn't like a little guitar riff, and then <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> You need like a stabby sound, don't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something like that. That'd be great. Oh, go. thanks yeah. for that. Was that a oh, was that? Was, yeah. <laughs> Your horn blowing. Was that a cover? Thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> cover the fart. Yeah. Um, that, like, mental, amazing. Um, yeah, this year's been, I mean, similarly, I mean, uh, crazy. You know, uh, there were times I questioned whether I'd get to shoot films again or whether any was any of us would. Or, um, but yeah, the, the day came out, um, which we first started shooting four years ago now is that right yeah, it's not it is. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's out and like then it's going to blu-ray now is that right yeah yeah it is and it's done yeah. really well which is great it's all the hard work does pay off absolutely 
Yeah, yeah, you bet. You bet. It's re- released in America as well now. Yeah, it released in America, as did Arthur and Merlin, came out literally mm. a couple of weeks ago, Arthur and Merlin as well. well. I was going to say Arthur and Merlin. <laughs> Drop the again. Any other films you want to promote? Yeah, why not? Um, but Andy, you just shot on Confession, obviously with Lucinda as well. Lucinda. How was that experience shooting in COVID? That was great. I mean, um, obviously I've had the same year as everyone. It was all these projects, TV shows got cancelled, pushed. Um, and then gradually I was getting commercial work coming in for a bit. And then Lucinda called me and there was this film. And actually I got offered three films at the same time, which Ooh. big time was kind of a big deal. <laughs> you kind of a big deal. Uh, <laughs> but that never happens. I mean, that only happened because no one else was available, like because of COVID. That's sure. Like, why? No, that's not true. Yeah, exactly. well, maybe not for you. Thank you, but yeah. You know, um, maybe yeah, so true, I could have. You could have passed on that work. I would have shot the other films. <laughs> yeah, you were trapped, trapped, uh, trapped in the cupboard, Christian. You were trapped in the cupboard. He's got a phone. He could have shot it from there. Thanks for the referral on Zoom. Yeah, no problem. But but shooting Confession must have been great fun to get out that release of oh I am shooting another feature film. Life is continuing in terms of your career. It was lovely, um, yeah, and 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 actually, like, actually, a good project that I actually would have done anyway. So it was really nice, and and, and great to work with Lucinda and G and everyone again, and mm. all that stuff. But yeah, no, it was good. It was a good experience. I haven't worked with a, a new director for a while. I mean, obviously, Dave's done a few things before, but it, for me, I tend to work with the same guys. Work with you, Giles. Mm-hmm. So it was nice. It was a nice experience. Um, it was better than working with me. Come on, let's just. It was uh, different. So, and Andrew, I want to know: um, is, is did you turn Giles down? Was that one of the three? <laughs> well, obviously, that's the first thing I did. Obviously, Giles <laughs> offered me the film, and I was like, no. And then I waited around, and then Timor came in. And <laughs> you didn't even take Giles's call. You cleared it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Phil, Phil, you're digging a hole, mate. If I'm honest, he's blocked. So, um, yeah. Um, it's been it's been okay. I can't remember the question, but yes, it was it was good. It's been a good year, um, and good to have films out, and good to be going into next year with another film that will come out, and hopefully that will lead to more films, and yeah. they'll tell their friends, and they'll tell their friends. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And we'll have to see if we work together again. So there's that. Well, you work with another DP. Um, I should ask you how. Oh, yeah. how, how so, is, uh, so. It, this is that? what I meant. I was getting to the drama, people. <laughs> this is the drama we want. Charles, <laughs> how was this new DAP compared to Andrew? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It was interesting, I mean, CJ, you know, yeah, to turn yeah. Andrew down uh, to work with. <laughs> <laughs> with Andrew's um, back, it's not good enough. Yeah, it no, it, yeah. do you know what? It's, it was really interesting working with another DP. I worked with Andrew a lot. Yeah. And and it was just some would say too much yeah <laughs> but, he, but he didn't have a he didn't have a magnificent beard though did he uh no he didn't he didn't uh rich swingle who was a fantastic guy and really He's great, a great dp, DP. Great really DP. great yeah, andrew yeah. actually came on set didn't you just to have a look um, i did and, I, and you got me in the film i roped him into the film i got him playing a playing a part in it just for the sake of it um because he was there and why not why not um yeah no rich was fantastic and it was really interesting working with the new dp and you it, it me and andrew have a very great shorthand and obviously we'll work together on something else of course we will but it was really nice you know to work with someone fresh and new and, and same with Andrew you just you need to keep yourself alive and don't get in the same hole sometimes so I think yeah. that was a really good yeah, experience yeah, yeah. yeah definitely thank you for asking that question Phil um, <laughs> <laughs> no it's all good it's all good so should we get back to uh, the uh, and Dan you've got anything to say <laughs> I forgot that. Oh, that's you, Dan. Sorry. He doesn't know why he's here. He's got anything to say? Anything? Have you got anything to say? No, about 2020 and 2020. Filmmaking. Look, I'm always being quite cautious about how 
I, I say this because I realise it's been an incredibly impactful year for a lot of people, but I've had an incredible year. I've had a, I'm te on the side of acting, I'm teaching people essentially this stuff, like Zoom calls that we're on right now. Are we doing well? Are we doing all right? Suddenly needs it. You are. Yeah. Are we, are we surviving? <laughs> what do we pass? <laughs> no, no, this is terrible. Um, but, uh, you know, as you know, I, it's such a weird year and it just, the time all just went so quickly. But I forget, Food for Thought Live was probably the biggest thing I did this year, mm. which, because of course, everything to, to a great extent went on hold with our documentary. This is where you need to put in another one of those uh, guitar riffs, Robbie, because mm -hmm. we've got Food for Thought. But it's on hold a little bit. And, um, we did Food for Thought Live instead. And then, um, long story short, from that, weirdly, I got a I got a TV gig. I wasn't even auditioning for anything, of course, but then I just got approached because someone saw me interviewing somebody on on a on a, on a broadcast and they decided I'd make a great a great lead male for their TV series. So I've just I just landed the, one of the greatest roles I've had, in, uh, which hopefully will will be picked up and, and become a lot bigger. Mm. For, literally from sitting on my ass doing nothing at home well not doing nothing but you know doing whatever you can do to get by so it's been a great year for me it's been a great mm. year yeah. and I realise you, you know minus all the death and all bed. the commercial <laughs> ruin Charles <laughs> fabulous year yeah. when, yeah. when I got to your set just to see how you were doing I hadn't seen you in a while mm. see how everything was going watch another DP watch never get to do big yeah. treat watch big Rich treat. obviously yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what character did you cast me as yeah I so, want to know this I, uh, I I was really struggling. We were struggling to find this this role. Uh, it was for a really really creepy guy who stares <laughs> at my lead, um, and I was like, oh god, I've got no one. And then Andrew, we happened to be shooting in Tree, right near where Andrew lives, and he was like, oh, I'll pop down and see. You. And I thought, there it is. That's, that's who the I guy. Need. For the role, that's who I need. Yes, and did I not smash it without no, any direction? It. Absolutely smashed oh, yeah. it. It didn't need well any done, direction mate. at all. Sit on the bench and look creepy, mate. <laughs> Was that your acting debut? Yeah. So watch out, Dan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Andy, I think this is the first time you've ever been in a movie, right, that you've not either shot or been involved in in some way. Is this correct? Is this your first acting gig? <laughs> As a uh, yeah, yeah. This would be my first acting gig in a, in a, in a, in a major feature film. So thanks for that. Thanks, man. Think of the SAG Afro residuals. Just think of it. <laughs> Oh, don't talk to me about that. Oh, I knew Lucinda. Oh, I knew Lucinda's face would screw oh, up. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Luckily, we didn't have to deal with American agents. Um, oh, she's uh, left us. She's left us. <laughs> she, hang on, she's changed I windows. Often leave. She, I she just leave. teleported. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> no, we all. Sorry. That was amazing. Right, let's get, back, let's get back to the quiz and we'll come back to that in a minute. So, uh, our round three, which is question five, everyone. Lucinda uh, Rhodes Takra, oh. please go ahead with your first question of two okay um so okay should we do the difficult one first or, or the fun one first? well it depends how difficult it is lucinda some of us are very intelligent <laughs> i hope okay. they're both fun wow <laughs> that's amazing okay so who is the assistant editor on evil dead good lord Oh, jeez, wow. oh, that's a question. That's oh. a great question. question. It's going to well be someone done. who then became oh. to become, uh, yeah. he, who then became like a an editor in their own right or a director or something like that. Oh, oh. I'll be giving away oh. clues. I, 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 of course, I, Phil knows. Oh, I can't even say it because I'll give it a, a clue it. Cause it but I, mm. Mm, mm, okay. You could, who, you've who got a story Ramey about this? Is the question. Like, <laughs> you've got a story, haven't you, about this? I have. Have you got a story about that? 
No, I, I had a question, but I think if my question might give uh, a heavy oh, clue give, as to yeah, yeah, the will. answer. So I'm willing to risk it to not give away, uh, not to help anybody, basically. Yeah, selfishly okay, cool. keep it to myself. So was that was that the fun one, Lucinda? Or was that the hard one? <laughs> <laughs> well, I came up with a few just in case we all came up with the same questions. So that was the <laughs> difficult one. <laughs> we all, we all that, I'm laughing because I came up with no questions and I had to Google some stuff while we Listen, were talking. Listen, right. I was questions. talking to Ian Sharp Sorry. earlier. Yeah. Ian was trying to nick my questions. He's I like, was. what's your question? I was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling you. Um, so okay, so, what's, so what's the funny one? Which of these five actors has appeared in the most movies slash TV shows? This is a multiple choice question. What? Wait, I'm confused by the question. Which okay, which so of these actors has appeared in the most TV shows? Is that's that the, the most question? credits most, you're saying? Most credits, most yeah. Most movies and films. Most, oh, okay. most movies oh. and, and TV shows. And it's just one of them. Out of just the five one you're gonna read out. Okay, out of these okay. five. Okay. So, Robert De Niro. He's got a lot of credits. He works a lot, he that has. boy. Mm, Al Pacino. Al Pacino, Who? yeah. Giles Alderson. I've got a lot of actually. I may give up the industry if that's the And the winner is directed by Michael Mann. Oh I'm in. I'm in. Would you like me to go back and be sensible and start the list again? I love the list. So Robert De Niro. Al Pacino, Giles oh. Alderson, Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, I'm in with a crowd here. Or, yeah. or Donald Sutherland. Oh, wow. Oh. Interesting. Mm. See, that might be a curveball right there. Yeah. It's Giles Alderson. Is, is yeah. it credits just all my credits in a line? Because there is a lot to be fair. Yeah, should we, just, should we keep it simple and just say credits then? Well, but do you know the answer? Does that change the answer? No, I know the answer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. right. Does it include <laughs> commercials? Oh, I hope Giles I get this right now. A lot of, <laughs> commercials. A lot of commercials for Christian <laughs> over the time. And, and you know, like, OnlyFans, Giles' OnlyFans page, about that, those are credits, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm on the Patreon, but I don't get any like special stuff from Oh, Giles. you should ask. Oh, speaking yeah, of the Patreon, so. thank you all for listening, those oh, well who done, haven't. Phil. <laughs> well done, Phil. Well done. The Patreon is available. I, I'm on brand. I'm on brand. You're on brand. Well done. That's really good. I like that. Um, um, yeah, I'm yeah. guessing that's a hard one. Yes, it is a hard one. I think I know yeah, the answer. I think I might. And know. it might not be me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a clue. Who knows? That's it. That's your two questions. Uh, who edited Sam Raimi's... Assistant editor. Assistant, Assistant editor. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that changes things. Ah, mm. oh, okay, cool. And uh, who's got more credits than me? De Niro, Samuel L. Jackson, Al Pacino, or... Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland. <laughs> who's fantastic in The Undoing, which is on um, Sky at yeah. the moment. Yeah. He's old yeah. now. Bless him. So that was Lucinda's two questions, and now uh, we have Andrew Roger for his two questions, please. And now, and Andrew now. Roger's amazing questions he didn't just think of ten minutes ago. Uh, okay, you, blow your horn, blow your own horn. Oh, <laughs> I've got to get the cover off and everything, and I've got Why to get my Why did you put the sh- cover back on? Because I was like, I thought we wouldn't be doing this for a minute. That sounded like a, a car horn. I live near the M1. <laughs> is that Sorry, a clue? Did you say there was a, 
terrible at saxophone. Do you do Thursday as well, Andrew? Is that only dying animals, car horns, sad noises? That was the worst. And this is your degree, you said. No wonder you took up cinematography. The school of hard knocks. To a degree. Do you want my questions or not? Yes, I think we do. Okay, cool. Right. So, Andrew Roger. Cinematographer Andrew Roger recently shot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> UK feature. I love it. <laughs> it's not about me. I'm just. It's a segue, Jazz. I'll teach you. I'll teach you. His own horn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably a record. It's including a plug There's in a the actual content. A the that, that is the best. That is the best I've ever heard. Please, I've please, lost, keep award lost winning, award winning cinematographer. <laughs> Recently shot a UK feature film, um, Confession. He did, yes. Um, Colin Meany, yeah, played <laughs> wow. the priest. Yeah, Colm. I think his name's uh, Colm, but go on. No, it's Colm. It is Colm. It's ah. Colm. Yeah, actually, and like don't a, get it wrong. Like, like a pillar. Really in trouble. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is that how he says it? Or? <laughs> 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 I was literally met him at the same time, Giles, <laughs> and said like a pillar. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were professionals. No. Wrong <laughs> 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 podcast. Okay, what film has Colmini worked with me? There you go. That's a question. Oh, with you. Well, oh, that's a much better question. Here's Knox. Right. Quite a good question. Oh, okay. um, in Star Trek series Deep Space Nine, oh yeah, classic. Which character did Colin Meany play? Uh, didn't you oh. just give us the answer a second ago in the Tugs question? McGee. I think you <laughs> might have done. McGee. I don't think I did. I think no, it's a different character that Phil. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Just to give you a clue, I don't. I think it yeah, was uh, no. t- Tugs McGee. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Hank okay. Quankman. <laughs> I, I, I didn't even know he was in it so so we need, well, a, we need a, his Deep Space Nine character yeah no, I, I will, I, film I will there. accept I, mean, I will accept Nine. his his uh, next generation character as well oh. he plays two different characters oh. well it's the same character but he has a different rank and oh, oh. like Colonel 2 if um, we guess the colour of his top does that count as a half oh. point oh you can have a half point for that okay oh. I don't make oh. the rules but okay. I, I don't know if I'm Apparently right but I'm gonna, I'm so, gonna go for it there we go. I'm gonna have a go for that yeah, mm-hmm. you've got all the mm-hmm. colours of the rainbow to go for. Okay, good, 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 top, yeah. good okay. shit first question. Thank Thanks. you. Yep, next okay. question. Horrible. For a bonus point, the second one. Can Horrible. anyone name the film that uh, I starred in with Colm Meany? Is, that, is that a real question the, or a the bonus? One. It's just, yeah, the, it's no, just a bonus. No, it wasn't in Damn United. Yeah, no. he was. Was he? Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Lucinda, for failing. Can I have that that point, though? Because I would have guessed that. Yeah, yeah, I think I so. Oh no, is so that a Phil. bonus? Yeah, it's a bonus. So. No, don't add bonuses. It's <laughs> 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 gone, just gone to shit. Uh, a- Andrew, please, your your now uh, sensible question. <laughs> oh, is that how it works? Oh, no, oh, that, 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 that was, was the sensible, sensible question. One. Okay, right. Well, uh, earlier today you met my cat. Yes. Which fictional Star Trek captain? <laughs> <laughs> They've got a theme. It's great. <laughs> Is he named after? Ah. See, that's a clue. I thought it was one of the big guys. That's a clue. <laughs> You've worked so hard at this, Andrew. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't know I had to be listening. Uh, yeah, I wasn't listening at all earlier. No, you see, no, you it, thought that just happened by accident, but that no, was all planned. That, you see, that that came on purpose. everything's a joke. 
<laughs> the world's a stage. There, that was a good one. Was that question ten or nine? Has anyone eight? Eight. Eight. That was eight. eight. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm winning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Basically, ladies and gentlemen, those who are listening, we will be giving away prizes at the end to you uh, of this podcast, which includes DVDs, which includes very special prizes from Andrew Roger, as well as everyone else. That to look forward to. Uh, <laughs> but first, why don't we do a review of the year? Why don't we do our favourite podcasts of this year? Not podcasts, of the Filmmakers Podcast, that episodes, your favourite episodes from this year. <laughs> oh <my laughs> we haven't watched any. No, <laughs> <laughs> this, one, this, one, this one, this one, this one, this one. This one. Shall I give you a list of some of the best ones in 2020? Yeah? Okay, so we've had some amazing guests on this year. It has been incredible. Uh, we've had James Hart, the screenwriter of Hook and Dracula. We've had Dan Mazer, uh, the screenwriter of Borat and Borat 2, an exec producer as well. He is at the moment uh, in post-production on Home Alone, the reboot, which was one of our questions earlier. Um, we've also had Shakad Berenson on. We talked about sales and distribution, which is a great, great episode. Uh, Dominic Monaghan, myself and Lucinda chatted to him. Julie Delpy, Klaus Bang, Caroline Goodall, a load of actors there who are all incredible at the top of that game Sarah Gavron who directed Rocks and Suffragette Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck who directed Captain Marvel uh, John Badham uh, the screenwriter of Saturday Night Fever Jed Shepard who screenwrote Host uh, one of the films of the year we've had uh, Piers Tempest who's a producer of Military Wives and The Wife Todd Garner the amazing Todd Garner uh, producer of Tag and Black Hawk Down Nyasa Hardiman uh, director of Sea Fever and writer John McPhail from Anna and the Apocalypse Mark Goldberg the head of Signature Entertainment. That's a classic. We've also had Ben Molon with Lucinda and Julian Gerald, uh, who's directed The Crown on the recent episodes and Kinky Boots. So there are some amazing episodes. There have been so many more. Obviously, we did a massive behind the scenes of The Dare and a massive one uh, on Arthur and Merlin when we got a whole cast and crew or as many as we could on to sit and chat about our experiences of making that. So that is some of the amazing episodes. If you haven't listened to them, yet includes you lot uh, then do go to our website thefilmmakerspodcast.com and write any of those names in and you, the episode will come up for you um, so out of those uh, ladies and gentlemen boys and girls who are on this call which uh, would you like to be your favourite have you had a favourite yes, this year sir. you've listened to Dominic go for it yeah, Niasa Hardiman was a fantastic episode when she talks about making sea fever. Yeah, it was really cool. And Dan Mazer about Borat. Yeah, really cool. Great episodes. Lucinda. I liked uh, your episode with um, Christy Wilson Cairns. Oh, yes. Classic. Absolute mm. classic. Great yeah, hosts that on that one. Great hosts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great I also hosts. liked the, uh, the bumper edition with um, Angie Roger, yourself, and myself with all the, all the gang. It was nice to go back down oh, memory yeah. lane. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I know. Long. Yeah. It was long. It was a long episode with <laughs> two parts, but actually it was great that we could talk about how we actually made it with all the team that you don't often get mm. to do and you don't yeah. often get to hear as well. So that was nice. Uh, Ian Sharp was on it as well. Mm, I was, yeah. As an actor yeah, on that one, so yeah. Yeah. Nice to be on. That, that was, for me, it was one of my favourite podcasts because if you were just getting into the industry and wanted to kind of get a crash course on every department, then for me, those podcasts kind of covered everything. So I highly recommend 
Yeah, highly recommend. Uh, James Hart, uh, the Hart chart, I thought it was interesting. Not heard of that before. I thought mm. that was quite cool. And the, kind of the old school story behind kind of Dracula. Uh, and then, you know, Hulk and Spielberg, you know, obviously as a Spielberg obsessive, it's quite in- nice, refreshing to hear that side of it. Um, and Piers, obviously, because he's a, an amazing bloke and a lovely man. And everyone should know the joy that is Mr. Tempest. Mm. Um, so it was fun to hear him on the podcast as well. There are my two. I would yeah, say. lovely. It's great too. Uh, Andrew Roger, favourite too. So yeah, Jim Hart was good. My wife has asked me many questions about about James Hart to ask you, Giles. Really? So we can get to it off air. We can we can get to it. Me and you can get to it whenever you want. Yeah, nice, nice. Well, Dom. My nice wife Dom. Sophie Roger has just recently got into the podcast, so she's been asking about that. But yeah, but I mean beyond that, like I mean the Arthur Merlin thing was so great, and the Dare thing was so great. Just to talk to those those guys and girls that we work with, and mm. that's a boring answer, but that's that really mm. was really nice. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Robin McKen, because you've edited a load of them. What's been your highlights? <laughs> he hates them all. Well, uh, <laughs> he hates them all. There you are. You're all editing. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I put it. I, I really enjoyed our chat with Sarah Gavron uh, when she was talking about rocks and also we got to talk about you know suffragettes and Brit Lane and all the all the kind of amazing stuff she's done yeah talking about her style and the uh, collaborators she sort of worked with that was really insightful and then I mm. also really enjoyed um, this is one from earlier in the year as well was but uh, when we talked to Shola Amu about the last tree and yeah uh, uh, his kind of journey as well because he's kind of like a new filmmaker as well kind of on the on the British kind of indie scene and um, well sort of not really indie it's sort of mm. indie sort of studio backed as well um, with the BFI and stuff but uh, yeah it was uh, two kind of really uh, interesting examples of sort of different voices you know uh, in the in modern British cinema so that was that was really fun totally agree Sharpie have you got a couple of favourites uh, yeah uh, I think definitely the Arthur Merlin one that was that was up there for me just to you know, like I say I always learn a lot when 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 I listen to these podcasts and when I'm even when, when I'm, I'm co-hosting it and I just I'm always fascinated by other departments in film so that was really useful um I think on a personal level probably the Todd Garner one just because purely I tried my look reaching out to him on Twitter and he just responded and just said yeah let, let's do it and that was just a really cool thing because for me he he's a bit of a hero you know he's a bit of a legend you know he's produced some incredible movies so uh, I, I learned so much from him so um yeah i think those were my favorite of the year yeah no i agree todd garner was amazing and interestingly now we've got him you know as a friend on the yeah. email and stuff and i was messaging him last night about some amazing that, books I mean, I, isn't that incredible books. my god yeah you know? and that's just from this podcast yeah. and we've got another amazing amazing exec producer coming up called mike medavoy he's going to be in january Imagine. and he's he's made some like all-time favorite mm. films um sharpie mm. do you want to list a few well, just uh, ryan pictures you know he was the man yeah. you know robocop you name it. Like, it's incredible yeah. like his his cv is just second to none so to be able to get to speak to someone like that is just wow that's it's, 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 it's a great book actually Mike Medavoy I don't, have you read it it's, no I've not heard of it yeah it's super yeah, it's, I, it's a few years old now but um, yeah mm. a really good book about Orion Pictures yeah. Probably, mm. yeah you probably yeah. cover a lot of that anyways so. yeah yeah we will and I think what's been great about doing this podcast is not only do I get to talk to any filmmakers and get to watch their movies and you, you get on top of all the people who are making movies you know and I think that's great but also is making contacts and mm. st- staying in contact with you lot and being friends and you know and working together and helping each other and supporting and that to me is the magic of it all mm. and it's really nice to see filmmakers grow and people email me and say oh, you know i've listened to
into the podcast and now I'm off to make my own film. It's been a real joy. Mm. There's been so much joy come from doing this. Um, so thank you everyone for listening and joining. And we will do a, a top five of the year from listeners, download listeners. That will come later. Some of the ones we've mentioned will be in there. But let's get back to the quiz. Uh, Ian Sharp, you are up next. Okay, here we go. Right, so... Question nine. Question nine. Okay, so <laughs> Jim Carrey is, by the way, my six-year-old's favourite actor. Um, <laughs> so three of Jim Carrey's blockbusters, The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, and Ace Ventura, Aventura, were all released in what year? Wow, they were the same year. Same year. Yeah. yeah. What Are you year, serious? Incredible. God. Incredible. He never recovered. <laughs> <laughs> Is it is it a very famous year in the English history? Uh, <laughs> no, no, it didn't. Oh. I don't know why. Um, but, but funny enough, a few movies like I'll give you a clip, Toy Story as well uh, just happened to, to come out in that year. So it was a really good year for for movies uh, mm. that kind of stood the test of time. Um, so that one, and then my funny one, and I, I'll try and do the accent. Uh, try and do the voice. Okay, so in what movie does the bad guy say this line? Okay, here we go. There really is nothing like a shorn scrotum. It's breathtaking. I suggest you try it. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> what movie is that from? Amazing. Was my impression good? <laughs> I think yeah. clearly not. Because you're looking at me like. Do you want me to do it again? Say, yes, please, please, please. There really amazing. is nothing like a shorn scrotum. It re it's breathtaking. I suggest you try it. And I'm going to do this. Oh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's a clue. Uh, yeah. Again, another that's, classic okay. movie. So that's my two questions. Nice. Great. Okay, so uh, we're all doing <laughs> on this quiz. Phil Hawkins, you are next. Okay, Go for cool. it. Um, according to Box Office Mojo, <laughs> just to save the source, and excluding exclusive Chinese releases because they just blow us out of the water progressively every year um, what was the highest grossing film of the year now I can do it as multiple choice yeah. or you Ooh. can just guess yeah in 2020 multiple choice 2020 yeah multiple choice okay. yeah. and I don't okay. yeah okay so multiple choice is it Sonic the Hedgehog Ooh. is it Bad Boys for Life or is it Tenant um, Phil is that worldwide, so, uh, worldwide yeah, or, yeah yes yeah Highest grossing mm. film. Sonic. Excluding Chinese Sonic. exclusive releases. Yeah, because they just they yeah. dwarf everything. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, and that would have been unfair because <laughs> uh, it would be quite obscure. And, and I'd need the actual original title and that probably be a hard question. So That's... Bad Boys for Life, Sonic or Tenet? That's a good question. So Phil, your second question, please. <laughs> My second question is... Who is the better DOP, uh, Andrew or no? Uh, <laughs> okay. Great uh, question. Andrew's no. left. <laughs> Sorry, Andrew. No, I, I'll stop it now. I'll stop it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all know the answer. We all know the answer, Andrew. We all know it's you, Andy. Don't worry, love. Yeah, yeah. Um, here we go. It, it's on Thank the you, edge buddy. of. Uh, it's the, on the edge of family friendly. This one. Um, what? What mating animal makes up part of the Velociraptor sound in Jurassic Park? Oh, and I've got question. a multiple choice if you want it. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's an amazing like question. It. Is it is it <laughs> is it tigers? Is it tortoises? 
Or is it elephants? There we go. Yeah, it's a dinosaur sound. It's the sound yeah, so to create the sound of Velociraptors in Jurassic Park, they used animal sounds. Yeah, well, you kind of, yeah. Yeah, kind of. Phil, yeah, yeah. Phil can you do yeah. the sound for us, please? Please. Sorry, Robbie. And if not, then Andy has to replicate that with his horn. The, the, the thing is, then I would give it away because my Velociraptor sound is so good. Um, <laughs> So, uh, Seriously? No, I won't give it away because we'll hear the Velociraptor, not the animal you're describing. Well, well look, okay, if we're going to go for, I, I don't know which bit of the soundtrack they use for this, because they used a mixture of things, but this, mm -hmm. this is specifically a mating sound. So there's one uh, when the Velociraptor walks into uh, the kitchen yeah. and yep. calls the other one, it's like a... That was pretty. Yeah, that's pretty good. Or there's like the, or like the snarly one, and they one that they do. Yeah, it's one of those. I got it now. I got it now, Phil. I think I got it. Yeah, I'm so good at mating animals. Right. You could have just done what you could just. Hey, what's that? You just walked past Phil's mother. That was literally Velociraptor. That was. That was amazing. That Andrew's was cat has now entered my uh, screen. <laughs> it's like Harry Potter world, you know, when they just yeah, go from screen good. to the um, other screen. That was uh, a full body go. performance for listeners at home. That, that, <laughs> yeah. was... that was the name of Andrew's cat, which we won't give away uh, yeah. until the answer. So thank you, Phil. That was your two questions. Obviously, things would have changed if COVID hadn't happened. Mm. We'd have had so many more movies yeah. out. Mm. It'd been really interesting. What do you think would have been? This isn't a quiz question. This is just Alternate a general reality question. A reality question. Yeah, if we hadn't had COVID, which do you think would have been? Do you think Tenet would have be, beaten 1984? Do you think other movies like uh, Mission Impossible or James Bond, Bond would have beaten Bond, them? Yeah, I think it would have been Bond. Yeah, Bond, Bond would have been, yeah. 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 Mm. I, I would say so, yeah. yeah. And what's, uh, let's talk about your favourite films of the year then before we jump back into the quiz. What have what have we seen? Did anyone see Tenet on the big screen? Did they enjoy it? Yeah, I did. No spoilers, mm. not seen it yet. Not seen oh, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> I managed I to. I think it just uh, all goes backwards, Phil. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Yeah. <Aww>. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Yeah. Anyone who's got favourite films of the year that they've really liked? Our bad boys yeah. for life, not included. <laughs> I saw. Uh, Invisible Man for me was just yeah amazing. Good, amazing. Yeah. That yeah. was just like oh, so so good. One of the Thanks few things I saw in cinema. I think it was the last, the last thing. Yeah, 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 almost. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, amazing. I, I haven't been. I haven't been to cinema this year. I, I saw that in February in LA, and like a press screening, mm. uh, and I had no clue what it was going to be, and it blew me away. Mm. And I haven't been to the cinema since. Which, considering I go all the time, is bizarre. Mm. I because I've been shooting so much, I've had to be very careful. Mm. Um, I'm not do anything yeah. other than be at home <laughs> well you basically. can't that's that's so, the other thing as well like yeah. if we go out if we're about to you know myself lucinda andy yourself cj whatever we're about to go make a film which we yeah. have done we couldn't just go out and you yeah. know go meet people and play football and do this stuff we had to be very careful because we got it we couldn't mm. film anymore and <laughs> um, any other films we've seen yeah oh I, wait I just before i saw a goodie which it actually was a late cool. 2019 release but i only just saw it recently which is very obscure which you might not have heard of called the peanut butter falcon yeah. oh amazing yeah Loved we had the movie. producer yeah we, we uh, had aaron, on aaron that. scotty on the podcast oh, talking about how he made it it's so good Such if you'd listened nice down film. you'd have heard uh, how great it was i would recommend a good doc uh, there's a, a good doc I saw it. Maiden. Anyone seen that? Maiden? 
No, about Iron Maiden no. or oh, about no. the Maiden, story, Maiden Chelsea. I think I think I saw. I think it was this year. I think it came out. It's a Storyville doc. Came out this year. It's about the um, uh, the first women's round the yes. world yacht race, and it's oh. amazing. Incredible. I guarantee Margot Robbie's probably being you know sized up to star in a in an adaptation oh, yeah. of it shortly. But yeah, check it out. It's amazing. I won't see anything about it. Don't want a trailer. Just. Yeah. Same thing for another documentary, which I think again is probably not 2020, but you've got to see it. Well, it's just the, one of the most. It's like a roller coaster of emotions watching this documentary. And like Christian just said, don't do not find anything out about this before you watch it. It's called Last Breath. Ah, oh, mm, I've seen it. It's amazing. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. 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 Christ. It's on Netflix now. Right, it's it really down. good. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Unbelievable. Cool. Yeah. Do not watch mm. the trailer to that because that does ruin it. So yeah, I, see, it I don't mean it. that. Don't, yeah. don't yeah. find anything out about the situation. Just watch yeah, it's it. Amazing. Just watch absolutely it. incredible. What I've found as well during this period and this lockdown is that I've managed to watch a lot more films and TV than I would normally. We all, when we've been on the Zoom calls, we've all recommended things to other people and we've all recommended stuff. And I've watched so much more than I normally would. And look, like we, we mentioned earlier, two films out this year, well, they got much more eyeballs on it than they would normally. Mm. You know, and that that's really nice. You know, more people watched our films. But uh, there were so many, so many new stuff that I saw that I wouldn't have seen. And I love that. I really enjoyed you know, I don't normally spend as much time watching TV and film, and I did, and I enjoyed my time doing that. Loads of great stuff out, you know. I finally, um, I went back over, I didn't watch as many new films um, as I thought I was going to. I went back, because we had the time, over everything that I never had a chance to watch. Mm, like Robin Hood or Arthur and Merlin, things like that. <laughs> Why dare. do you do this to me? Is it because I'm the only girl? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the only reason. <laughs> Go on. Carry on, please. No, no. All right. <laughs> I'm back no no seriously I, I managed to go over all the films that I had on my list that I was never going to get to see because I was always too busy mm-hmm. and always obviously keeping up with the new films um, what have been nominated for awards just obviously to keep fresh and, and on the ball but I went back and watched like I mean uh, Contagion for instance Yes. Yeah. Yeah. but yes. things that I hadn't ever seen I thought yeah that looks awesome I've never seen that before and just I re- so I really enjoyed going back many many years and catching up with stuff so I did that rather than watch new stuff mm. I, I watched well this match right up at the top of the list for months when the pandemic what was the other one again the, um, the other pandemic film the, uh, there was Contagion and there was another one and they Outbreak Outbreak. So, outbreak that's it so, so as soon as you either typed a C or an O into the search <laughs> for Netflix for Amazon Prime they were just bang straight mm. at the top of the list mm. they was, as soon as the pandemic hit everyone was watching it thinking, hey, and no, now we don't want to see worse. I know now <laughs> we don't want to see it at all <laughs> do we we're like yeah. please no yeah. it's interesting because there are people who are trying to make a pandemic film whatever and I'm like oh good good luck yeah. I'm like, not sure oh, anyone's going to no one's going to want to see it stop yeah. it just yeah. stop it yeah just, true I'll be, I'll be that grumpy one to say just stop it just, just stop it no one's going to back you Phil I'm going to back you no one's going to watch it no one wants to care 2020 is done no one wants to watch your pandemic film that's a bit too far but it might be really good it's going to happen though Phil it's going to be a Peter Berg film with Mark Wahlberg (laughs) if Oliver Stone wants to do 2020 the movie then I'll watch it but some bloke with a 5D I'm not I'm sorry I'm not watching it which is all of our listeners. I think I think it has been a good year for 
films obviously a lot have been held back but i still think some amazing movies have come out and it's been it's been great can we talk about mm. soul without spoiling it for, for oh, i'm never gonna watch it tonight oh, it's come, brilliant come, come. Again, it's Disney Plus, isn't it? At the Disney, moment, I need to watch it tonight. It's on the cards. In fact, just, my son's just, waiting. Don't, yeah, don't watch. Don't watch a trailer. Don't yeah, any, just watch it. Just yeah. watch it. Yeah. yeah it sounds great and that's what like I say that's what's been great about this is that people have talked about movies and films and it has become a really interesting thing that people do want to talk about on their zoom calls and whatever it's that have you seen have you seen mm. and that's only good for us as filmmakers and creatives to come up with new ideas and keep coming up with things I think it's great I think it's really important um, do you think it's going to be easier for us next year in 2021 to make films do you think investors are still interested in putting forward money Dom Lemoir let's start with you I was just going to go with my, my recommendations for films before we uh, jump into that great yep jump back <laughs> <laughs> very, very quickly yeah. very quick I mean you do know Giles has actually got a structure Giles has got a professional structure I'm just going to throw it out for the viewers right the way back is my recommendation classic yeah and, and St Maud as an, as an indie um, St Maud of course St. Maud's wonderful great great indie but but great drama the way back like a classic sort of studio indie like powerful drama like a really good recommendation so on to the question thank you um, Robbie will cut that bit out yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think I think next year there will be a bit of a backlog with, with agents um, and cast I think that's kind of you know all, all the sort of the, the major players are going to be you know the 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 Netflixes and the Amazons are going to have a lot of priority on getting productions in, in into into the pipeline. But I think a lot of people will be very desperate to get back into making films, and I think there'll be a lot of people out of work that are keen to do stuff. And I don't think it's just going to be very sort of cautious COVID shoots. I think as, as vaccinations roll out and uh, countries sort of get things more under control later next year, with a bit of patience, I think the kind of films that we all enjoy watching at the cinema will come back into production. And I, I really do think that's going to be a thing. Yeah. Do you think that's going to hold? Because as much at the moment, people are looking for new content. But like you say, come june hopefully suddenly there'll be all this content that's been held back held back held back surely it's all just going to fire forward at the same time will that be difficult for us indie filmmakers to even compete with the amount of stuff that's out there sharpie and that's always the case though right i think we're always up against it in some way um mm -hmm. I, the honest answer is i don't know if we're going to be if it's going to be much busier or our finances i mean i can say that we're still actively looking to put resource into resources into stuff um you know i'm speaking to to buyers on a regular basis and they're they're absolutely there's an appetite there but i think where it's going to be challenging is is maybe more relatable to to, to us is the private equity you know uh, i'm mm. sure a lot of finances have probably lost quite a bit of money during this period so um will they still be will there be an appetite for them that i don't know maybe just budgets will have to decrease or we'll have to work on deferments or, or whatever Maybe um, I do think that the system is needing to change anyway, so there's probably going to be a lot of opportunity uh, during this period. But um, the honest answer is I really don't know. Mm, I know it's a difficult one. Phil, any thoughts on that? Obviously, you've got a couple of big features you want to go next year. Yeah, I mean, it, it, uh, things that was going to happen this year seem like they will potentially happen next year um so that's exciting so i'm waiting on one particular thing that that you know is sort of 
greenlit pending a date kind of thing. So um, so fingers crossed for that. Uh, I think Ian's well, interesting Ian's saying about the, the private equity side of it because, you know, businesses and furloughs and all that kind of stuff, that, that the cash rich side of it, you know, has been has been severely affected. And uh, I worry for, you know, for that side of it of getting, because we're already making films for, a, for a, you know, the smallest amount of money possible anyway. So, you know, if that gets hit even further, what kind of films can we make, you know? Mm. So, um, but um, me personally, my eyes are more on the kind of studio side of things at the moment. So I'm, mm -hmm. trying, I'm sort of playing the, I have been playing the long game with that for a little while. So I'm a bit out of the loop with the, kind of ins and outs of the, you know, there was a, there was a period of time when I was all over the SAS's and EISs and all that kind of stuff. So Ian's probably much more informed than I am as that, but I, I hope we can still continue to make things and, and, and finance film, um, mm -hmm. you know, that, that people want to see. So fingers yeah, crossed. Yeah, that, I fingers crossed too. Lucinda, obviously, how many films did you produce last year? Well, this year, 2020, you produced five movies right or six 2019 was five yeah and then obviously right. um came back from uh berlin and pretty much we went straight into lockdown really so a lot of my projects have been moved now to 2021 so i've mm -hmm. got projects that are green lit um and i have two that's meant to shoot early part of 2021 i still think they're going to be um hard work with regards to um, the COVID situation because a lot of our collaborators wouldn't have had the vaccine yet. So as we move into June, hopefully it would be easier, but obviously I have scheduled films that have to be shot. I do I do think that the, um, for instance, confession that I shot in November um, was a minimal cast, two-hander two basically really, and one location. So it was easier to manage. Mm. Still very stressful, I mean, Andy, I mean, the amount of uh, speeches that went out every two days on not Tom Cruise speeches, but please <laughs> try. <and> keep... <laughs> yeah, trying to keep everybody safe. But obviously we're in a big we're a church location. So everybody was spread out a bit like a Philly castle. Um, mm. So we were able to try and keep everybody as um, as separated as possible. And like I said, um, Giles, to you on a, another podcast, we had multiple monitors so people didn't crowd or tried not mm. to. Um, but I still think it's going to be difficult until June. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I still think people will make films and that's what's exciting mm. for us. And you can still do it. And I know quite a few people have gone and made indie films during this time. Um, myself and Lucinda included, we produced a movie called Repeat and they just got on with it and it's great. So I do think it's very possible that if you want to go make an indie film for very little or a hundred grand or 300 grand, you can go do it. Um, just check your insurance, the COVID insurance and stuff and add on that percentage, mm. check what the, the rates are right now and speak to the right people. So now let's jump into some more questions now um, we have just had Ian and Phil so let's go with Dom Lenoir so which Question Christmas 30. movie inspired the concept for Home Alone and there's a bonus question if you can work out the scene which inspired it Oh, it's actually got one of the main characters involved in Home Alone in the other Christmas film Ooh. Is this the film that's on the TV that's playing? 
Because uh, that's not a real film. But what? No, they shot that. Angels no, they shot that. Only yeah. Angels with Dirty Souls or whatever it is. That's that's like a yeah. fake gangster film that he. It's uh, so great, isn't it? Oh, no, no, question. no, it's not that one. No, no, you're right. No. I don't. I don't know this. So I guess it, 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 it's, it's another. To, it, think, it's so another. <laughs> it's another fairly. It's another fairly popular sort of Christmas movie. Oh, not that then. Sure, <laughs> is 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 it uh, Arthur and Merlin? <laughs> it's definitely not that. I dare you to tell us the answer. <laughs> um, okay, so the, let's okay, have your second. That's question number one. Okay, uh, the second question is: How does Buddy the Elf get his name? In Elf. Oh, I haven't seen it. I'm not a real yeah, fan. What? I know, I know. You've you seen, seen it. Disgraceful, I, both of you. We're wearing elf jumpers as well, but I'm. I'm That's no excuse. I don't. I, I'm not. It's a classic. I'm not a massive fan no, of. No, it's a classic. It's a bit of a weird tone that film, like particularly no, the, the Peter no, Dinklage no. scene. No, elf is great. Elf is great. Thank you, Phil. Uh, Thank you. The end. It, it's but great. I watched it. It's it's my favourite <laughs> Will Ferrell sort of performance, but I sometimes find him a bit too. No, far. That's just me. Not in that show. Watch everything must go. Oh really? Yeah, you'd be really surprised. Uh, Will Ferrell is sort of a. Did you not see uh, Euro- Eurovision? Great that was film. good. <laughs> yeah, Eurovision was good. Film, yeah. film of the year. Um, Anchorman. Blades of Glory. That that is yeah. exceptional. Step Step Brothers. Never did it for me. Step Brothers always. No, I, I wanted to like it more Come than on. I. My favorite <laughs> one is his skit, The Landlord. He did where it's his daughter. Um, have you seen that where it's, it's no. his baby daughter like mm. asking for rent and he's just like I don't have it for you it's, why are you being such a such a mean person it's good look it up the landlord okay great so uh, what was your question Tom again the second one just to remind how, how me how does uh, Buddy the Elf get his name why does he get his name okay um okay. Let's jump to Christian James for your two questions, please. I'm still thinking about Dom's last question. So Yeah, it's it's hugging oh, me. Okay. Yeah. My question twenty twenty related these questions. Oh, so okay. in twenty twenty, a this is yep. question number what is it? Number uh, fifteen. Fifteen, yeah. Uh twenty twenty, it wasn't plenty. Um doesn't really work is it uh, a movie was delayed four times finally released during the pandemic on August the 28th yep name the film oh okay it was Good. delayed keep, keep. over three years which film oh no that's the oh, film no yeah. a movie was delayed <laughs> four times answer. would you uh, I could give you for a, if a clue I'd give you when it was delayed it the first time well it was four years well, ago well, well it? April 2018 <laughs> February 2019, August 2019, April 2020. It was delayed. Oh, it was the dare. It was the dare. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Uh, I love that. Thank you. Um, oh, that's not actually the answer. Oh, I, uh, that was my answer. Damn it. Okay. It could have been great. It's available now on all good platforms. Uh, so the question is how many times was a film delayed? No, what no, was the film? No, no. no. What, was, we, the what film? was the film that was delayed? What was the film called? It was de- so, it was so this movie was delayed four times. It finally came out during the pandemic. What uh, was okay. the film? Okay. Is it, does it start females? Is it a female? Can't get, no, no. Just okay. no. Charles angling no. for bonus clues no. there. Yeah, not <laughs> no, you see my <laughs> tactics. I thought I somewhat would slip. Um, okay, cool. And uh, CJ, your second 2020 it's a, bit, it's a bit close to Phil's, coincidentally, but uh, 
So the total US box office in 2018 was 11.6 billion. In 2019, it was 11.1 billion. What was it to the nearest billion in 2020? Good question. Wow. Okay. Good question. People at home, hope you'll get that right, or at least nearest pound. (laughs) Yeah. Dollar and cent. Dollar and cent. What percentage of that was the dare? Christian, can you repeat it for me, please? Yeah, uh, so US box Sorry. office in, in 2018. No, it's okay. 2018 was 11.6 billion. 2019 was, it was 11.1 billion. What was it in 2020 to the nearest billion? Little clue for you there. 2020. Is, it, is that really clear? Well, <laughs> well, we're talking, we're talking oh. billions. Oh, so, there we go. You know. Oh, what? Well, have you looked have at you the answer, Yeah, have you just typed into... <laughs> no, I've been drinking this wine. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, that was a good clue. That was a good clue. That's That's a good help clue. me with the answer. Yeah. Okay. Um, there you go. Amazing. Good questions. Thank you, CJ. Pleasure. Um, so, let's... Let's do the top five podcast episodes of the year. Let's do that before we do our final two uh, quiz masters, which is Ian and myself. Uh, so the top podcasts of the filmmakers podcasts episodes of 2020, even though we haven't finished December yet, but we're nearly there. Well, It'll obviously be this one. This one is smashing <laughs> out of the water. Um, Least watched, <laughs> let's listen to episode. <laughs> well, it's interesting, actually, because of lockdown, less people listen to podcasts, and that's quite interesting that... Because wow. less people commutes, tra- I guess, yeah. Less commutes. Yeah. I'd always listen on a commute to podcasts, so it's very, it's much harder for people to listen. You're watching TV or watching programmes now, so I know I listened on commutes to other podcasts all the time, so my listenership has gone down. So um, in fifth place is Aleem Hossein. Um, really interesting podcast all about his sci-fi film, how he made that. But yeah, in fifth place in 2020, Aleem Hossein. Fantastic. No one expected that. But we, he talks all about how he makes his sci-fi, how he, uh, how he pre-visits stuff. Um, really lovely guy. What's his sci-fi <laughs> called? Uh, so he's got two sci-fis. Fuck's sake, Dan. You get a look, look at <laughs> I'm just trying to fuck you over because I saw you say, oh, he came to talk about his sci-fi and I thought I know you'd name it if you knew. Uh, oh, he's brilliant. It's Robbie, called... keep <laughs> that in. <laughs> fucking keep it in. So his amazing sci-fi was called After We Leave um, and it did really, really well on the indie scene at the end of last year into 2020. It's such a good sci-fi drama um, and that's really fun. And he was a lovely guy to have on. So that got top five. Um, so there you go. In fourth place was Kate Madison, who joined us to talk about how to make a, um, a hit online. So she made her uh, hit sort drama of, yeah, web series. Like, web series called Ren. Um, and she talked all about how she made a, a hit web series that had over 8 million hits, um, which was really cool. And she Is that how many made- the podcast had as well? Yeah, yeah, it's the same. Uh, and she'd also <laughs> done a Lord of the Rings fan film as well, uh, which is incredible. So she was in fourth place. She was really fun. And um, we sat down and talked to her. In third place um, was the movie Bait, um, which we did a live event. It was in Portsmouth. Uh, it was ah. at the Dirt in the It was at the Dirt in the Gate uh, festival. Uh, Christian James, it was your pals, uh, Dan. Palmer put me in touch and uh, the, the team from Bait did a live Q&A at Dirt in the Gate uh, Film Festival and we played it and it became our third listened podcast of the year. There you go. Top in banana. second place 
Anyone want to guess? It's John the Madden. dare. It's the dare, isn't it? It's dare. After a Merlin. Oh. It's, n- it's neither of those, but thank you for oh. plugging them again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it is uh, a serial killer's guide to life, oh. making of just before we had our world premiere in London. Um, myself, Staten Cousins Row, and Poppy Row sat down to talk about how we made the movie. And we had a right laugh, but we also went deep about how to make a micro budget uh, horror comedy. And that's at number two of 2020. How cool. Which means our number one slot is open. I think you can all probably guess who it is. Drum roll, please, Andy. Oh, I mean, I've... Hang on. Have you put them away again? <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. This is better, this is better. You, all right, yeah. better. Add it in later. Yeah, yeah add it in later, because <laughs> that is terrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> what uh, you expect? Wait, you've got drums. No, no I've, got, I've got drumsticks. That's half the equation. I don't have the other half. <laughs> what do you do with the other half? Do I go on the mic? Do, do I go you on mean, me? What? Do I go on the camera? What What's... use are they? You're, kill, you're, you're killing drums. us with the suspense. <laughs> we, we need to tell uh, <laughs> Santa to, to get Andy a, a tiny snare drum. That he can... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can actually hit it. When he makes jokes, he can go... Have you got nothing? Try it on the mic. Go on. Let's see what happens. I tried that earlier and you guys were like, that's shit. Like... Drum. <laughs> no, I own drums. I own a saxophone. Play the horn, I either. play these things behind me. I did. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, the number one podcast episode of this year, Dom Lenoir will know the answer, and he's going to scream it out now. The Christy Wilson Cairns episode. It was yes. the Christy Wilson Cairns episode. Best host, best guest. <laughs> she was amazing. We had such a laugh. It was right at the end of last year, but it sustained all year round. Obviously, because 1917 was such a massive hit, but also because we had a right laugh yeah and she was brilliant it was she was really chat. fun <laughs> yeah all sorts we went on the sleigh can i we can did, i change can i change my answer for favorite podcast episode <laughs> yes uh, to this one okay run down of our top five podcasts of this year thank you everyone so much for listening honestly it's been amazing we really do appreciate you doing that uh, and uh yeah please keep listening to 2021 if you've got any advice for us if you want to hear from a certain guest then do get in touch the filmmakers podcast at gmail.com help us improve help us get better but also tell your mates keep supporting us cool so let's get to the final two quiz and let's finish this bloody podcast <laughs> It's just me. How exciting. Okay, here we go. Um, here's my question. Who plays Sean's mum and stepdad in Sean of the Dead? Ooh. Which actors? This is question 17, which means technically I probably can't win this quiz because I've not got many right. <laughs> is that half a point each? One point each, surely. Because it's not the same actor. Yeah. You have to get, no, you have not, to get both not, for a single not point. The same. Yeah, you need both for a single point. That's rough. That's rough, yeah. That's get rough. half a point. That's it depends rough. how what, what the scores are at the end yeah. of this. Yeah. Think I of bet the film. half of us shouldn't be even making films at this rate. <laughs> <laughs> at least. <laughs> that is <laughs> correct. <laughs> Which half? Which <laughs> half? <laughs> Name them now. No, it's true. <laughs> so that was that. Shall I read it out again? Or have you got it? Got it. Can you picture the movie? Can you see their faces? How they mm-hmm. died? That might help you. <laughs> okay, my fun, silly question uh, is, some of you should know this. And this is a very old, famous actor. And this person entered a contest to find their own lookalike and came third. Oh. Who is it? Oh, this is one of those things though, isn't it? Um... So, this person, this actor, very famous. Let's think black and white to help you. 
little little clue uh, to find. I'll, I'll give you another clue. His own lookalike, and came third. Uh, recently, this happened to Dolly Parton as well, and I believe she came second in her own lookalike contest as well. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, because she doesn't look like herself anymore. I don't know, but this person does look like themselves, and came third. There you go. Right. So uh. that is our amazing, amazing uh, Filmix <laughs> podcast quiz. Uh, we. <laughs> I'm amazed. I'm. We're all amazed. We're all amazed. We got through this. Uh, so, Can I get so dinner before, now? <laughs> I know. Before we do our shout outs and give uh, our winner of this quiz, let's just. Uh, what do we expect from ourselves from 2021? And what advice can we give people to go into 2021? Uh, one word answers, sentence answers, no. Anything you like. Lucinda, start with you. Um, just just always be brave. Is what I, That's I beautiful. Um, advice. Thanks. Thanks, Andy. <laughs> yeah, just be brave and, and, and just, you know, take life um, by both hands and just go for it. Love that. Robbie? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess following off the back of Lucinda's great point, I think the... The creative thing that you might think is really personal and like specific to you and your passion project um, might be the thing that actually gets you, you know, other types of work as well, like commercial work. Don't necessarily think that those two things are are kind of separate entities because it can often one can very easily lead to the other. Great point, uh, Phil. Oh, uh, I have two really good ones, damn it. Um, I think yeah. it's... Uh, <laughs> People at the I, end are going, oh my God, please pick me next. Please pick me. <laughs> yeah, do, do, do so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think maybe, it's, uh, I think what has been really interesting about this year is how people actually come together. And that sounds like a really wanky answer, but everyone's been very supportive of each other and more than ever I felt found. So I hope that continues. I hope that, you know, people can whatsapp you and go hey can you help me out with this or can you help me with this and there's there's a lot of collaboration that that people um are going to get far by helping each other um Mm. and i think um and that's one thing i'd love to continue uh, one certainly thing i'm gonna you know continue doing so yeah i think that's that's mine that's lovely I i like that a lot dan well it kind of echoes what robbie said and 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 lucinda actually it's just a you know my belief about the whole in fact i think right at the very beginning of this on the first episode that you mentioned at the beginning we we said a similar thing you know for me it's just about you've got a goal in mind and you're brave about it and you you're taking the steps towards it even if it doesn't necessarily uh, fit the the exact description of the thing you're after like robbie said you know it's like go for anything because work creates work and for me i keep experiencing this in my life that if you take steps towards that goal the universe conspires in your favor and mm. magic happens so just go for it whatever it is beautiful andy um hierarchies are bullshit and uh support the people that work with you um look after them if you're if you are considered more experienced or or a higher position that's because you should be looking after them and helping them to achieve their goals and make a good film or a good tv show i love that ian yeah, well, um, I mean, everything that everyone's mentioned so far, I think as well, just continual learning, you know, keep keep educating yourself, keep keep learning your craft and what other people do and, and just respect uh, um, each other, treat people the way you want to be treated. Yeah, gorgeous. CJ? Um, I would, well, I think the, um, 
pendulum always swings. So if you've had a shit year, you're going to have a good year. You know, for every uh, Barack Obama, you'll get a Donald Trump, but it'll go back the other way. So we've just, <laughs> it doesn't get much worse than what we've just had. Uh-huh. And at times like now, you know, when everything shuts down, it opens up with a vengeance. So um, I think 2021, I'm pretty confident, will provide a lot of opportunity. It'll be a bit of a you know bum fight, but that's okay. We're, that, we, we're used to that. We do that anyways. So yeah, I think um, you know just look for those opportunities. And as we've all sort of said already, they'll be in unexpected places. So you know, try out new things. Amazing, Dom. Uh, I'd say first of all, like if it's in your power to help people that are maybe starting out or trying to make their first feature a bit of knowledge or a little bit of time or a bit of advice uh, or a connection can go a very long way uh, and i think i think everyone should should kind of try and live by that with your own goals i'd say never give up and never lower your goals if you're aiming for the kind of films you like seeing at the cinema then keep trying to make them Gorgeous. Oh, amazing answers, everyone. Thank you so much. Just so let's... Yeah, I, well, yeah. <laughs> I do this I do this every week, but it's the same thing. Find the right collaborators. Uh, get agreements in place if you can. Believe in your ability and do it, you know? There's only so many people tell you no. Everyone is constantly looking to do that. Say, no, you can't have this. No, you can't have the money for this. No, your project's not right. It's not good enough. You know, Peanut Butter Falcon's a perfect example, which you've mentioned on this podcast. How many people have turned that down and said, we can't make that. It's never going to happen. It's never going to make any money. You know, and you can do that too. Believe in your film. You know, believe in your idea. Even if it is a film about, you know, the, the COVID thing. If you really want to do that and you believe in it, fine, go do it. But find something you really care about and you really want to make. Uh, and as always, the, the riches are always in the niches, as the Inner Film Hustle podcast do say. And it's true. You know, do find a project that, that's right for you. Um, I don't agree with everything. Don't wreck on me, Giles. Don't wreck on me. Don't wreck on me. <laughs> it's true please don't make a film about covid please don't just don't and don't come on the podcast talking about it if, if you do i will get phil to host that one that'll be fun all right so let's get to the winner of this quiz who does win alex ferrari's really brilliant book rise of the film entrepreneur uh, and obviously he does run the Indie film hustle podcast so uh answer these questions right <laughs> robbie go for it what's your question Okay, so the first question was, uh, in Home Alone, what is the self-styled nickname of Harry and Marv's burglary duo? So does everyone want to s- say their answers? And <laughs> wet, uh, we'll then bandits. say. Who's got it right? Who wet, thinks wet they've got it right? Wet bandits. Wet bandits. Yeah. I knew Phil it was bathroom related. Right. I had the bathroom boys. <laughs> I want to see. Is that, that your film. next band? That's your next. Uh, <laughs> your next album. Are we doing the bonus point for that one or not? So what's no, the answer? No, there's no bonus mm. points. No bonus points. But, but, but let's 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 say it anyway. So the second <laughs> film. <laughs> <laughs> Dom kind of overriding so, 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 Wait, what's the answer? What's the answer? Wet bandits. Yeah. The wet bandits, wet bandits is the is the correct answer. The wet bandits is the correct answer. Okay, yeah. great. And second question. And the second question is in Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh, Kermit, Gonzo, and Rizzo enter a Christmas Eve skating competition organized by what group of animals? I had reindeer. no idea, so I said penguins. 
I said otters. Penguins. I said rats. Yeah. Penguins. Otters. Yeah. Who said penguins? It's penguins is correct. Oh my god! Yeah. I swear to God, I had no idea. I wrote penguins down. There you go. Maybe it's your subconscious kind of coming mental. through. Yeah, well, skating. Got a point. That's probably skating. the only point I'm going to yeah. get. That's amazing. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. Well done. Holy cow! That's good. Yeah. So who was next? Dan. We had. Are you, Dan. are you adding up the points, Giles, of who's getting these right or? Uh, oh, no, yeah, okay. We'll do so it around. We'll do it around. Do your own. Do your own. Do your own. Yeah. We're, we're on the honesty never... system. I'll be honest. I, I'm winning. <laughs> <laughs> I've won. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't Go count on, your Dan. own questions. Well, you, okay, so, so I, I no, asked the no. question, in what year was the film Born Free released? And I did give the clue that it was a big year for England. Yeah. I reckon 1966. Bam. Great. Yeah. Yes. Oh. A year for England, because that's when they won the World Cup. One point for me. Yes. The other question I asked, and I gave the answers uh, deliberately so that everyone could at least get one point, because I know that I myself was very likely to get zero, was where was the moon filmed? <laughs> you, um, the, the, the other three <laughs> options were like, on the moon. They were all yeah. not on Earth. They were all options, <laughs> mate. They might have filmed so, it on the moon. You don't know. Did anyone get this wrong? No. See, right. We all said Shepard. Isn't that nice? Andy, did you get it wrong? You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Andy, did you Google the answer for that? I'd love it if everyone got it wrong. That'd be amazing. Yeah, it's the moon. What's the moon, right? We all write the moon. They recreated the mini-moon, didn't they? Clues in the name. They actually... Who was it? The art director. It's just come from my mind right now, and he's fantastic. And he created a really mini-moon, and they made loads of miniatures, and they filmed on the mini... No, for the moon. For Kubrick. For the... Yeah. There you go. Off a moon moon. So there we go. Good. Uh, two points movie. for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Do I get a point? Uh, so next was Lucinda. What? <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. That's going to okay. <laughs> work out well. Yeah. <laughs> No. no. Do we really? Well, Are to we give yourself two points. No, no, I was just, just so mocking uh, Andrew because right. he hasn't got any right so far. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Who was the assistant editor on yeah. Evil Dead? So can I guess this? Can, well, can I, you've got to have both what, names, right? Both well, did names? they both yeah. edit it? I, Cohen Brown. Yeah, you can't. You can't just days. have the answer. Before you say it, I need to pick one. Because there's two. Yeah, right? so I pick one. Cohen brothers, right? Think it is, uh, Joel and Ethan okay. Cohen. Is it Joel, okay. Joel and Ethan Cohen? Ethan. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right, so I've I've written down Ethan. who I think it is. I, is it Joel? I've put Joel. I had both of them, but you know. You can't have both. Go choose one now. Both. Can't choose one. Joel Cohen. Yes. Oh, that's yes. really harsh. That was a last minute save. to say. Because they always have, they, they appear in each other's films, don't they? Sam Raimi and the Coen yeah. brothers. So. It was a good one. That was a tough that was one. A good challenging question, that one. Very Ooh, good. It was a good question. I must say, I stole it from a writer-director friend of mine, Nicholas Winter, who I collaborate with quite a lot. Mr. Well, well, we stole all that from Shit, online. So. I mean, it's, good. it's not like they were in our minds. There's no originality here, Lucinda, come on. I have to be honest, I don't like to lie. It's not like Dan knew that Moon was shot on the moon. He was like, oh, I'll have to come up with some other, you know. check. I think Lucinda is just classic, classic producer stuff. You're yeah. bringing a writer to punch up your uh, questions. And what about your you're second doing? question? Yeah, speaking of punching yeah. up, that's to be expected. Oh, this, this, this. Well, because was, this I'm was involved in this one, I came up with and this I'm really excited by the answers you're all going to give. 
Oh yes. Well, I'm not an actor. So, anymore. which of these five actors? Hang on a minute. Does it does it include my credits as producer director? Credits. Because that changes things. <laughs> oh no, right. Okay. Credits. No, it's acting. <laughs> I don't think it's you anyway, Charles. I, I reckon it's Donald Sutherland. <laughs> so the, the, it's I, I went for Donald Sutherland as well. I went Sam Donald Jackson. Sutherland as well. No, it's Samuel Sam Jackson. Jackson. Sam Sam Jackson. Jackson. Oh. But he only got started so late. I know. That's, I thought so the question TV was, who had the most credit? Samuel Jackson, yeah. me, uh, Robert yeah. Downey Jr., Al Pacino, or Don, Donald Sutherland? Robert De Niro, what happened? No, no, no. Um, no, Robert Downey Jr. They're all the same. They're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> they're same no, De Niro, Al Pacino, Giles Alderson, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. What is the answer? Or Donald Sutherland. Answer Donald is Sutherland. <gasps> Don Sutherland. Yeah. Oh, yes. wow. oh, we mentioned that was a curveball. Nice. Yeah. I, I, I originally thought it was Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, but how many credits either. has he got, Lucinda, compared to mine? Come on. Eight million. I think wow. he's got like 195. Wow. Mm. Shall I shall I Google? I think so. That'd be really good. While well, we move on to check. the next shall question. Shall I just Google how many you've got, um, Charles? Which is Andrew Roger. <laughs> Drum roll, please. Andrew. Blow your horn, whichever one you want to do. I mean, he guys... actually had them in his hand that time. Like, I'm not making that mistake again. <laughs> horn in All one. Right. Balls hanging enough. low again. What was the question? I'm sorry? So, so it was uh, Cole Meany's character on Star Trek, wasn't it? The... Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, and the answer or was the, or the color of the shirt. Yeah, all yeah, the color of the shirt. Brown. I've got, I've got yellow shirt. Brown. Yeah, I've got yellow. Yeah, <laughs> mustard. Was it yellow? <laughs> brown. I mean, I don't <laughs> know. It's like, it's like well, gold. It's like it's like gold. Miles O'Brien. There's Miles a Star Trek name. Brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, you got the first name, uh, Lucinda. Who had O'Brien? Who Lucinda. had? Who had Miles? O'Brien? Chief Petty Officer right, Miles O'Brien. Wow. I'm just. Well, yeah, I have worked with the actor. Yeah, I've worked with the, um, some, some, some of us have worked with, uh, <laughs> yeah. with Colum and. Uh, what was the colour though? <laughs> well, I, I've literally it was yellow and, it and yellow and grey. And one one so, picture is red, and one picture so, is yellow. So yeah, I mean, he played a lot of different. Um, <laughs> yeah, Lucinda, well, gets the point. let's just give the point, point to Lucinda. I think she's out there. Pillar of Society, was in both films, right? Good. So, okay, next question, please. Confession. Andrew. Uh, so it was. It was. John Luc Picard. Is, oh, Andy's cat is called. Name Thank you for spelling yeah. in with my yeah. cat. John Luc Picard. Picard. You mentioned yeah. that was nearly as easy yeah. as yeah. that. Dan's. Everyone got that. Got um, that. Okay, yeah. cool. Then we we are on to who's next? <laughs> Ian Sharp. It was me. Ian. Me, yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, what year did the Mask, Dumb and Dumber, oh, and Ace Ventura come out? 98 is it 95 96 94 96 uh, as we a correct answer there uh, it is 1994 wow. bastards oh. out by two oh. a lot of you out by a year that's uh, so well done out by four oh, that. Who, who said 94 who got that right Christian oh, well done Christian well done thanks Bob uh, it's the shirt so I was I was showing you um, I remember Batman Forever was 95. I was Batman Forever was 95. Oh, yeah, it was a hot streak the year before. Well that's yeah. what I was like, oh, that's must that's be. Go on, Ian. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next one was, uh, which uh, movie does the bad guy quote this line? There really is nothing like a Sean Scrotum. It's Ricky breathtaking. Gervais. I suggest you try it. <laughs> but what movie? What movie was it? Austin Powers, Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. Correct. Austin Powers. Because of that thing. Austin Powers. Do you get a point if you just say Austin Powers? Yeah, you get a point. Yeah, well done. Thanks, Ian. I'll allow that. 
I've got two Thanks points now. Thing, I, wouldn't I thought that was Ricky Gervais, to be honest. The finger oh, in the yeah. mouth. Really? Does he never does that? I mean, he has a little finger, but he doesn't do that. Great, so let's move on. Phil Hawkins, your questions. Me. Highest grossing film of the year, excluding Chinese releases, according to Box Office Mojo. Was it Bad Boys for Life, Tenet, or Sonic? And it was Bad Boys. Bad Boys for Life! Sonic! Bad Boys for Life! Yeah! Bad Boys for Life! No! With 426.5 million. And then Tenet was 362, and that was second. So, yeah, so a big big thing. And then who was the better DP, though? What mating animal makes up part of the Raptors in Jurassic Park? Tortoise. 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 Tortoise! Yeah! Boom. I was on the yes. fence, but then your, your impression. impression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tortoise. Is that Steve? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tortoise. Yeah, it, was, it was a good impression. Well, I'll give you that. They pull a face oh, as well, wow. don't they? They really they do. pull a face. Because the elephant would have been do much it. deeper. Do the face. Do the face. <laughs> oh, I, I couldn't without breaking my jaw. <laughs> that's it. That's the face. You win. <laughs> you get a point. Bonus point for that. Lucinda, it's did you find out the answer of how many credits? Oh, no, well, sorry. I I, I, were you being serious? Oh, right. Yeah, well, our I, listeners at home want to know now. I mean, so... Okay. So, uh, Giles was, he just well, well, wants to know how many he's, too, he's so. out by. I want to know how many credits I've got to catch up to him so that he uh, is, I win. He's about 80 now, so you've got some time. I have. Not much, but some. Uh, Not long. Dom Lenoir, <laughs> it is your questions, please. Uh, yes. So, the concept... Uh, the question was, which Christmas movie inspired the concept for Home Alone? And it originated during a the filming of a scene in Uncle Buck in 1989, oh. in which Macaulay Corkin plays a character who interrogates a would-be sitter through the letter opening in the front door. Of course, because John Hughes helped write the script. There you so, go. Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah. Well done. Good question, Dom. No one got that. Uh, no. So that means you're <laughs> and winning. The, and does it? I don't know if it does. I, I got the uh, Picard one wrong. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I know. Um, hey, I wrote Picard and I actually cancelled out, and I was like, was, uh, it, was it Riker? And I wrote Riker. I give it to you. I give it to you. Oh, oh, it's honestly, it's well yeah, 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 yeah. I think you've yeah, yeah, you get a point back now for that. Yeah, oh, well big done. time. Big time. Yeah. Two points. Yeah. Three yeah. points. Two. Fuck it. <laughs> honesty goes um, a long way. Can I have a point for honesty as well? Then, what have you been honest about? We can all give ourselves an honesty point. Yeah, I've lied down, mate. Just <laughs> lied throughout these last 200 podcasts. Um, <laughs> so, so the next one was. Dude, yeah, uh, don't forget to send the elevator back down, man. Yeah, bollocks. Jars are ripping cables out of the elevator and smashing up. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> we had to work our way up. I hope the fucking elevator lands on them on the way down. <laughs> yeah. Kill them. Hope it crushes them. Uh, that's still yeah. when someone makes a COVID movie. <laughs> fucking get in that elevator. You're going down. <laughs> yeah, take the stairs. Uh, okay, so your next so, question, yeah, please, Tom. Next question was. Um, so on his on his diapers when they go to the orphanage it says little buddy diapers and then one of the elves says that his name is buddy from that uh, mm-hmm. from the diapers nappies I wrote nappies oh well done yeah, yeah, yeah definitely definitely yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. well done yeah, so two people yeah, good elf knowledge good well elf elf is a classic I have kids yeah you know? it is Phil it and, is uh, a real yeah, classic call yourself a filmmaker we have four questions it, left agreed but I think it'd be really fun now to find out who's leading and who could win this quiz so Add up your okay. points now uh, and tell us who's got out of a possible 14 
Anyone got uh, ten? Nine. Eight. Seven. Eight. Wow. Phil, you've got eight. What? Well, let me check. Have One, you? two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yes. Lucinda's got seven. I've got seven. I got six. Although I'm not, I'm not doing very well in the next couple. Uh, uh, of CJ's got seven. Okay. Seven. Got yeah, well, then, then I'm, I've got a round neck, so I. And me too. You know. So I'm good. Yeah. So I yeah. might drop. Anyone who's got further down, you lot don't matter. S okay, great. Six. So <laughs> we're the one. <laughs> You're never going to win. Thing, you've, got, <laughs> you've got four questions. You could potentially win. You could turn it round. That's the excitement. So, final two. I didn't answer any of them though, so I can't. <laughs> <laughs> You can't win There's this. There's no light book. at the end Dad, of the tunnel. It's too oh, late. Uh, okay, here we go. Okay. Uh, so, uh, 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 movie was delayed four times. Finally released during the pandemic. Uh, what was the movie? Bad Boys for it, Life. Is it, it Mulan? Was it new? The New Mutants. Tenant. I've got, got Mulan. The New, new Mutants. Mutants. Yeah. Oh, I've got oh. New Mutants. Yeah. New Mutants. Well done. Phil. I was going to say superhero movie, but I, I didn't. I, I pulled it back. Yeah. Well done, Phil. That's good. So Phil is now on nine. Is going to be nine. really hard to catch. Uh, so we need this one. Someone needs to answer. Can he make it ten? So total U.S. box office in 2018 was 11.6 billion. 2019 was 11.1 billion. To the nearest billion, what was 2020? Six. Six. Eight. eight two. I wrote six. Two. Phil, two. what's yours? I said ten. 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 Five. I went six. One. one. Is everyone giving their answer? Yeah. I heard one right answer in there. Who said two? I think it was Dan. I did. Two. Oh, Dan and Ian, you're Dan. right. That's two. another two guess. The penguins and the two billion. I could win yeah. this thing. You could win it was this. Two billion. <laughs> I, I mean, obviously, it's still going, but so Is far. That all? Yeah. Two billion. Oh mm. my yeah. god! Wow. There's a lot yeah. of people Shocking. out of money. In we big... will survive, everybody. We've survived. We will work. survive. We have survived. <laughs> that was a bit of a downer answer, wasn't it? Was, wasn't it? I, I, I was quite impressed with two billion. That's more than I thought. Studios a bit. That's low. That's why I just went for ten. I was like, oh, just drop a billion. Wow. Wow. So, uh, Ian, how many, down in Dan, March, Ian, how many points have you got now to catch up? With <coughs> Phil? I've got six. You can't catch Phil. Uh, Likewise. Dan, six. Six. So, we need. I can't. I've been incredibly honest. I can't catch up yeah. because it's me next. But Lucinda and CJ could catch the leader, Phil, at the moment. The second place yeah, is up for grabs. Yes. I don't know these things. The second place is up for grabs. These are my questions, and they are. I might give a point for each. I might. Yeah, do. Depending. Do. So, who plays. Sean's mum and stepdad in Shaun of the Dead. It's Bill Nye and Bill and Penelope Wilson. Penelope Wilson. Robin Wilton. Wilton. It's Wilton. Wilton. You say Wilson, does that count? He did say Wilson. Yeah, it does. It's not the right name. Was it just Ian and Robbie? No one else? So Ian, you'd know I got one. I got I got Bill. I got Bill and Penelope, yeah. So that puts you up to eight. Is that, is that two points, yeah? Yeah, eight pocket two. Robbie, oh, so I get one for Bill Nye? Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Robbie, how many points have you got? Uh, I'm I'm still trailing, I think. <laughs> he doesn't uh, want to say. It's brilliant. I've got seven. <laughs> oh, seven. Oh, okay, you can't win, which means the only the person thing. can catch <clears throat> Phil is Ian. This is the last question. Come on, Ian. Who entered Nine. a contest to find his own lookalike and came third? I said Charlie Chaplin. 
Yeah, I said Charlie Chaplin. Correct. Oh, Charlie Chaplin. Which means we have a joint winner uh, with Phil and Can I have the second half of the book? What's the... the, (laughs) Let's do... You can have the lamp. (laughs) Scatter the pages. You can have the lamp. So let's do... uh, Either you can win a copy of Robin Hood on DVD or... (laughs) 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 We could do a, a, a final question. A final... Question. What's the what's the winning points? What's, what's the winning, winning points? Yeah. They've both got nine. I've got nine. CJ, more questions. Well. I've got, I've got more questions. Come on, more questions. Let's tie break it. Tie break it. Whoever gets yeah. this Three between the three break. of you, CJ. Ian, I've got a and question. Phil Hawkins, who maybe it's maybe it's the, I've, the I've got a question of of, um, of credits that Donald Sutherland's got because Lucinda's got the answer. Oh to yes, that. and oh, there yeah. is the, Cl- closest, answer. closest answer. Closest answer. Ah, that's that's great. a great question, Dan. Well done. Okay, so have a no, think. No, I've already said it. I've already said it though. I can't remember. Uh, did you? I didn't hear it. No one heard <laughs> I it. I heard you say you you, say you, you 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 had a stab at it, but then you looked it up. I don't think you've said it. I don't think you've said it. I don't. No, I don't think you said it. But you were. Nobody ever listens to me anymore. I listen. I know what you said. <laughs> if, if I get this spot on, Any it's going to be suspicious now. Yeah, it it is, it is. Just swing it ten, so you don't feel so, bad. So, Lucinda, have you got the answer off. there in front of you? I've got the answer. Great. Is it more credits than me? Not. Well, not we know that already, Joe. No, right. The question. Fine. Okay, fine. So here it is. How do we do it? Do we shout it? Out? Yeah, I think you should all just say it. I've written it down. Oh, you write it down and hold it up. Okay, I'm going to write down. Hold it up. Pay attention to this, Lucinda, because you'll see that I was listening to you. Uh, Andy, we need a drum roll, please. If not, I've got another question. If there is another tiebreak, I've actually got another question. You have got a good question. So if two people get it right, and is it to the nearest 10 or what? Or just the nearest? The moon. The nearest. The nearest to the, the nearest. moon. Okay. <laughs> How many miles? Okay, I've written something down. Right, hold it up I've after written. three. Ready? Yeah. Three, <laughs> two, one. Ian has... Uh, Ooh, 190. Phil has 136. See. Dan, who's not playing, has 195. <laughs> Christian James has 180. Is Dan not playing? No. Okay, but that's what Lucinda said. No, but you've you've it, already you're not, you can't win. So, where's Ian, Ian Sharp? Ian, 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 hold it up. I got. I just put 190. 190. Yeah, it was 195. 195. Oh. oh. Ian Sharp well is done, this well done, uh, well year's well winner of the very famous The Filmmakers Podcast Ridiculously Stupid Quiz. Yay! Wow. Yay! Yay! Well done, Ian. Yeah, maybe, maybe you could rip out pages, like do, do like a, a you know a parasite stuff. You rip it up and yeah. share it with all of us. I made myself a trophy. Is this question? Holding up an Oscar trophy, yeah. I'll, I'll pass it. I'll, I'll, I'll pose it to you, Ian. Yeah, please do. Oh, so Ian wins ready. this copy of Rise of the Film. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Looks it's great. It's a great book. Great book on film distribution. So thank you, everyone, so much for joining us. This has been amazing. Finally, it is giveaway time. We were going to give away loads and loads of stuff, but we ran out of time, didn't we all? Um, So what I'm going to do is give you, lucky person that you are, uh, if you win, a copy of The Dare. I'll be sending that uh, online so you can watch it online. I will send it to you and you can watch it. That is what you can win. All I need you to do is answer this simple question. There are three Easter eggs in the Dare movie. There are three. I have mentioned them on the podcast before, so you might know of them. And of those three, I want you to name one and put it on Twitter. Uh, One of them is a famous uh, character from a horror film. Another one is a famous director from horror films. And the third is uh, a certain meal that is made famous 
by another very famous horror, some people say a thriller film. Um, but anyway, that is the quiz. <laughs> that is for you to win a copy of The Dare. Uh, if you want that, answer that similar question, go on to Twitter, uh, at FilmmakersPod in there, at The Dare Movie, and put an answer. And you can win a copy of The Dare. How amazing is that? Uh, right, let's get back to it. Again, yeah. thank you everyone uh, for joining us on this week's podcast. Thank you. You've all been amazing. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate that. And thank, thank you so you. much, Bye. everyone, for listening. You have been amazing. Here's to a better 2021, if you didn't have a great 2020. Remember, next week's ep, our 200th episode, is with the amazing Noel Clark. Do join us for that. January the 5th. Do listen. It is amazing. You'll learn so much. And you can go out there and make your indie film. You can make it happen. Remember who your audience is. Work with the best people you can and go out there and do it. And remember, if you're lucky, enough to rise up and do well it is your duty squash everyone below the elevator, 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 elevator back down. Down. Boom. amazing uh, Dan Shoot. Richardson thank you very much Woo! thank you uh, Lucinda Rose Tacker thank you very much thanks for Woo. having me Phil Hawkins thank you very much Layers Robbie McCain thank you very much uh, thank you Giles. Andrew Woo. Roger thank Woo. you Woo. Ian Sharp thank you happy new year <laughs> Christian James thank you very much Dom Lenoir, we'll see you next year. Thank you very much. See you later. Take care, everyone. I've been Giles Alderson. Oh, Have an amazing time. Andrew Roger blows the horn to blow us out. Oh, shit, 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 shit. <laughs> or blow us off. <laughs> one of the two. Or so oh, do, do you have a con? Blow you all off. That would be better. Too. Oh, my. Could you imagine? It's been a tough year. We can't blame him. Oh. And Phil, if you can um, make the sound of the tortoise making love as Andrew's doing. <laughs> Ready? And go. <laughs> it's really good. It's amazing. Take care, everyone. We'll see you in 2021. Bye. 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 Bye.